Blog Talk Radio. And um, yeah, <laughs> all right. Um, 
let's see. We got we're gonna talk a little bit about that shooter in Tennessee, and everybody want to know why the national media is not talking about that shooting. Well, I know why. You know why too. But we're gonna talk a little bit about that as well. Um, y'all remember a couple of months ago we was talking about um those uh, a hanging and a decapitation in Mississippi. And, of course, you know, the New Black Panther Party and the NAACP down there was on, on site and all them, we're going to keep following this to the end. Well, I'm going to bring you updates to just how much following they're doing on that one. All right? And then, of course, we do have to talk about um, 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 North Korea. Yeah, we got to talk about North Korea. What the heck going on there? Talk a little bit about this proposed tax plan. You talk about that. And a scandal that's rocking college basketball, y'all, on fraud and corruption. The FBI is on it, and a lot of people are losing their jobs immediately. No, I mean immediately, all right? So anyway, enough said. Uh, let me go on and get the song of the day out the way, and uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about this thing, okay? Enjoy. See y'all in a few.
All right, y'all. Welcome back to the show. That was the Doobie Brothers. I don't know how many of y'all know about the Doobies. Yeah, besides what y'all be smoking sometimes. Yeah, I know y'all out there smoking them Doobies. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Hey, just send me something on the side, all right? But anyway, Doobie Brothers taking it to the streets, man. A classic. That is a classic. Michael McDonald. That's before he went out on his own and started singing with Patty LaBelle and the crew like that. You know, he was with you know some black guys and a couple other white guys and you know, in between songs they would smoke a doobie. That's where the name come from, the Doobie Brothers. Now don't <laughs> don't 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 believe that story, y'all. Okay, that's not as far as I know, that's not the truth. I just made that up, okay? All right. <laughs> I don't need nobody sending me nothing in mail talking about we gonna sue you for what you just said. No. I, I promise you it wasn't me. All right, anyway, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. My co-host will be along in a little bit. But until then, we're going to carry on, baby. All right? So let me tell you how you can be a part of this show today. The easiest way is 347-838-8622. Once again, 347-838-8622. All right? Hit me up. I see you. We talk. We have a conversation. All right, chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Um, you can always shoot me an email at ericletstalk. I'm sorry, ericletstalk at gmail.com. And then the website is open at ericletstalk.com. All right, so everything is ericletstalk. You just put a dot com, Gmail, yeah, behind it. <laughs> And, <laughs> and then uh, that's 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 all you got to do, man. That's all you got to do. And uh, you know, I want to hear from you today. Now it's Friday. There ain't too many of y'all doing anything. You you know, y'all can call me and talk to me a little bit, okay? Let's have a real great conversation today. You know, let's do some things we haven't done in a long time. Hey, let's talk. <laughs> all right, now. Back to the topic at hand. You know, since my co-host is not here with the quote of the day, you know, we're going to leave that alone for right now. We're getting in at the end of the show, I'm sure. Um, you know, start off with this, this, this protesting thing. If it has done nothing else, it has shown just how divisive this country is, Okay. And poll numbers are beginning to actually indicate that point right there, or illustrate, I should say, that point right there. Um, it's sad, but it can only be expected. The country has always been divided. In everyday activities, we're divided. Now, but there's an interesting interesting um, um, thing about that, and here's what it is. If you're in the military or, or live in a military community, for the most part, I'd say 95%, you shielded from all this divisiveness because when you're down there in the hole or in that truck or in a firefight, you're not, you're not waiting on to decide, you know, where he white. I ain't, I ain't shooting next to him. Oh, he wear girl clothes off duty. I ain't shooting at him. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 
Now, if somebody's treating you wrong, somebody's treating you wrong, we all fight together. Well, this protest thing is not is not bringing anyone together. It's driving people a little further apart. And um, even friends, even friends, you know, and that, that's the most amazing part. Even friends. And, and you wonder why, why? Number one, the point that what the argument is now is not what the protest is about. Now, people say, well, it was, but it's not. No, it never was. And it has been taken over, hijacked, the narrative changed, whatever you want to call it, to keep from having a conversation about what's really going on in this country. Now, I'm going to show you. 49% of Americans say it's wrong, while 43% say it's all right. Okay, so those numbers are pretty even, right? Now, check these numbers out. 59% of whites say it's wrong, while 82% of blacks say it's right. I'm sorry, 87% of Republicans citizens say it's wrong, while 72% of Democrats say it's right. Under 45, 56% say, yeah, they're doing the protest the right way, while 59% uh, 45 and older says wrong. You know, I, and it's interesting, especially when you get to those, those last set numbers I, I just read, the under 45 and the over 45. <laughs> it's very interesting. The numbers are, are similar, but yet the divide is greater. I know you understood that, right? And, of course, we know we don't know what the sample size of the poll was. It's on C- it was a CNN poll. So it could have been on a page, the news page, or you know, it could have been one of them local robocalls that they have. But either way, that is what, that is what um, the numbers are saying at this moment. Will anybody ever change their mind about either way? No. You know, that's like these statues and things that everybody won't take them down. Hey, I don't care about no dang old statue. Most people don't even know who the statue is. Unless they walk up and read the plaque that's on there. And even so, they still can't tell you what the person did, whether it's an African-American statue, which is not many, or, you know, a Confederate statue or whatever. I don't care. Even if it's the Confederate flag, I don't care. All right, I'm just going to put it out there. I don't care. You can fly it. You can wear it. You can do whatever you want to with all of it. And you know why? Because taking down a flag, taking down a statue, or whatever else you want to do is not going to change the way people feel. At all. Next nine, no. Okay? So all this hubbub about taking these statues down and all that good stuff, it makes no sense. It really doesn't. What? So somebody can feel like they have accomplished something in their lifetime? Really? What have you really accomplished? Because the only thing they're doing is taking those statues down and moving them into some museum somewhere. So they're still around. The story is still there. People still don't see it. 
So what did you accomplish? Huh? What did you accomplish? How many of you out there don't went and researched something to find out exactly uh, uh, is the narrative true of all these little people and the things that's up there? Hmm? Many of you still walk around thinking Abraham Lincoln was a great man. Abraham Lincoln was a fraud. But you don't want to hear that because that goes against everything you have been taught or that you believe in now. But believe you me, he was a fraud. But most black people say, Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. Bull crap. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln was trying to save his behind. The freeing the slaves had nothing to do with it. Okay? Let's put it out there and say it like it is. Y'all want to go around here talking about, we need to move this, we need to move that. You know what you need to do? All of them individuals standing out there talking about what we need to move? Yeah. You need to remove them because apparently they ain't got enough sense to realize taking down a statue or whatever ain't going to change nothing. All right. Now, <laughs> while I'm still on this kick here, let's get back to this 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 protest. See, I thought I got off the target. I knew where I was going. Now, you know, there have been so many things said about Colin Kaepernick and his um his his, his stance um on for you know on what he took with his protest. And eventually has been twisted and chained to what it is now, what everybody is talking about. And you had the so called individuals, one that had a murder charge until he decided to turn over his buddies and they let him walk. One that was arrested for dog fighting, put his butt in prison, right? One, an NFL great, great, that stood with Muhammad Ali. When Muhammad Ali said, I am not going to the Vietnam War because some people ain't done nothing to me. All right? You have these individuals. When it first came out, I'm standing behind him 100%, da, 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 da. Now look at him, running and hiding. One got the nerve to say, well, if he cut his hair, maybe they take him more seriously. When your whole career, you walked around with doodle braids on your head. Duh. You have another one. I would never kneel because it's disrespect the flag. Hey, you're the one. They were ready to put you behind bars for life until you decided to be punkish and turn any friends. Oh, you think you that great now? That because they put a statue outside of a sit a uh, stadium, you are the man. You're a punk, Ray Lewis. Then you gonna say, "Oh, I was on two knees because I was praying to God in the midst of chaos." You full of crap. You're a hypocritical, oh, I can't say that word because I don't say it, but you're full of crap, 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 you know? <laughs> ah. oh, and here's the saddest part about it. Ray Lewis all of a sudden has a job on, uh, what's, what's that thing is? I watch it all the time. Um, um, NFL highlights, I forgot, come on every week. 
um, NFL, 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 something. Anyway, Michael Vick, he gets a job working at Fox Sportsnet. <laughs> For staying within the company line. Yeah, yeah. We already knew what your colors were. You just proved it even more. Jim Brown, I'm behind him 100%. Now he comes back later where he needs to decide He needs to, to decide whether he's going to be an activist or a football player. Where it didn't stop you. Still could have took you out and put you on the, behind a tree and hung you. Hey, I'm just keeping it real, y'all. Just keeping it real. And you wonder why we can't accomplish anything? That's why. We won't even stand up with each other. You got more white people stand up with Colin Kaepernick right now than you do. <laughs> and, you know, and here's the funny part about this whole protest last Sunday. This is the funniest part. Everybody thought that the NFL, the, 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 the coaches, the, 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 the owners, even the players were supporting Colin Kaepernick. No, that is not what they were supporting. Okay, that's not it. What they were supporting was the owners and their money, because that's what it was about then. It was about the money, because Donald Trump wasn't going to tell them rich folks, even though seven of them gave at least a million dollars to his um, inaugural um, party, whatever, they wasn't, he wasn't going to tell them how to run their league at all. That was that about. That was about the players were not going to allow him to call them SOBs, and tell somebody when to fire me. That's what that was about. Not one time did you get an owner up there and say, yeah, we doing this in support of Colin Kaepernick. Did you hear one? I'll wait for your response. You can email it to me. Show me who said it. You see my point here? It looks good on the outside, but on the inside, No. No and no. That's not what it was about. But everybody giving the NFL a whole big hand. Yay! NFL, they finally stood No, they didn't. They didn't stand up. Colin Kaepernick came out and said he wanted to play. They said that's all they wanted to hear, that he wanted to play. Nobody's offering them a job yet. And back to Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis said the Ravens were getting ready to sign Colin Kaepernick to a contract. Bring him in. Then his girlfriend sent a racist text, and they decided not to hire him. <laughs> so now NFL players and, and you know the owners and things are worried about what your wife's tweeting. That boy down there in Tampa Bay, his wife is notorious. They got thrown out of Miami Stadium so many times. But he stood playing with somebody. No, like that couldn't have been addressed when you signed him. You see the hypocrisy of all this nonsense? But you get to the dang on Ray Lewis's of this world. And the saying, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, that's Ray Lewis. Okay, that's Ray Lewis. Don't get me wrong. He was a great football player. Heck of a linebacker. But he's a punk as a man. I said it. I ain't scared of him either. 
You know what I mean? But anyway, I'm going to play this clip. It's about nine and a half minutes long. It's Shannon Sharp talking about the protest last week and Ray Lewis. Then at the end of it, you're going to hear Ray Lewis on um, the NFL show he, he does with Jim Brown explaining his um, reason for kneeling on two knees. All right? I'll see y'all in a few minutes. Listen tightly now. I want y'all to hear what this man is saying because it's, it's a funny, funny thing. All right, here we go. I'm disappointed and I'm, and I'm, and I'm unimpressed. I'm disappointed, Skip, and Joy, because this is the tipping point. Of the 7,537 things that President Trump has said in the last 50 years, him calling an NFL player an SOB is what brought the NFL, the owners, and its players together. And while some might be moved by the conscience of these NFL's owners, it wasn't their conscience that moved them. It was the cash. Because, see, Skip, what we know about people with money, they don't like being told what to do. They don't like being bullied. You see, President Trump has bullied a lot of people. The very first thing that he uttered as he strolled down that escalator two and a half years ago, he said, Mexico is sending us their worst, murderers, rapists, and drug dealers. That didn't shock the conscience of the NFL's owner. Him offending Gold Star families. Nope. Him calling Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell a pig. Him on the Access Hollywood talking about grabbing hoo-ha. That did not shock the very conscience of seven NFL owners. Skipping me a second to name those guys. One, Daniel Snyder, the guys on your monitor. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones, Bob, Mr. Bob Kraft, McNair, Houston Texans, Woody Johnson, Shad Khan. They gave a million dollars for the inauguration of President Trump. And now they seem to be shocked. Skip. Now what has happened, because what he said in Alabama, play into it, you know what happens in Alabama, Skip. There's something that's going on in America right now that's more valuable than Google and Apple stock. It's more valuable than gold and Bitcoin. It's called race. It's very valuable. And President Trump, he understands that. But Skip, now I'm unimpressed because This wasn't a protest. This was unity. So what are we showing solidarity against, Skip? We're showing solidarity because President Trump, he challenged the very men, wealthy, wealthy men, billionaires, and he told them what you should do if someone protests, Mm -hmm. you should fire them. They don't like being told what to do, Skip. Mm -hmm. And then, Skip, he called the players that protested the anthem he called them SOBs. Think about that now. He called them SOBs. That's what got the owners. That's what got the players to unite. What has transpired, Skip, again? Because what, 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 what were they uniting against? It's almost like they were uniting against Colin Kaepernick's right for free speech. That's not what Colin Kaepernick was talking about. Here we are, what, 14 months after Colin Kaepernick originally nailed kneeled mm-hmm. and when they ask him that it's not about the flag it's not about the veterans it's not about the police it's about the brutality that unarmed men and women of color are saw that our very best friends ray lewis mm. ray lewis sat in that chair right there and yep. said that he could never kneel 
he could never not stand for the national anthem because so many people died and he had family members to fight for this country and the opportunity and the, the flag means so much to him. And he kneeled, not on one knee, on both knees. So what were you kneeling for? You kneeled, you showed solidarity because of what President Trump said. And when Colin Kaepernick is trying to draw attention to the, un- to the injustices going on, you deem that inappropriate? The hypocrisy. And that's what I find so ironic about this, Skip. The very people that said they could never, ever kneel. Prefer, I prefer you do that. But these, all of a sudden, they, you, you, what are you, I just want to know, what are you unifying against? Are you, are, you show, are you showing unity? Are you showing solidarity against racism? Or the injustices that's in this country? Or are you showing solidarity against President Trump and what he said? His attack on the very NFL, the shield. Because what we know about above all else, those 33, 32 men and the commissioner will protect that NFL shield at all costs against all foreign and domestic. But there's a bigger issue. And the issue is the racism and the injustices in America in which Colin Kaepernick took a knee for in the beginning, and only Martellus and, and Michael Bennett and Malcolm Jenkins and a handful still understand what... That's why there's so much credibility in what you have said in criticizing Ray Lewis, who obviously is a, a regular here on Undisputed. Correct. I ask you this question, and it's only a question, not a statement, but is it possible that even Ray Lewis, like so many Trump supporters saw the light finally no said, man no I, I can't do this I, I can't support anything about our president anymore i've no. got to join in nope nope with no nope. reaction to nope no i think what it was is that that steve Bashotti, the owner said this is what we're going to do as as a team we're going to show unity and ray joined in i would have preferred he stayed in the locker room and do nothing because that's what he said up here. He said he couldn't kneel. He said he couldn't protest the national anthem. That's what he said. I'm taking him at his word. Okay, and I'm going to assume you're going to have a word privately with Ray Lewis today. You better believe it, Skip Bayless. Thank you for that. That would be important to, to me to hear the outcome of that. We need to give President Trump a lot more credit than we do, because he knows what... He's trying to miss, Skip, he's playing the shell game with us because he's, he, he's trying to get this health care passed. There's, hey, there's this investigation going on. There's North Korea. I don't know, I, I don't know enough to know. I, I, I've told you before, I'm not political enough to even debate but here's, with you but here's, that in a crazy way, because there's craziness to our president, that Donald Trump has been the greatest thing that could have happened at this moment for the black community and the Colin Kaepernick movement because he has helped inadvertently unify the black community, mobilize the black community, and create a lot of sympathy in the white community that might not have been there before for the black community and this issue. Just, Skip, and just all I ask is that why, when minorities ask that America be who she said she would be on paper with the Constitution, the stars and stripes, what she represents, is we're going to treat everybody equal, regardless of your religion, your race, or your gender. Why, when I demand America do that, why must I leave? Why do people tell me, if you don't like America, I love America. America has been great. 
but I should demand and expect her to be better and to be what she said she would be. And when she's not, it is my job as an American citizen Mm -hmm. to call attention to it. And stop telling me people died for cloth. They didn't die for that flag, Skip, because if they die for that flag, they'll die for a dress, they'll die for a pair of jeans, they'll die for a T-shirt. They died for the freedoms and the liberty in which that flag supposedly represents. Mm. So stop saying men and women died for that flag. They did not. They died for what that flag represents. Mm. And I demand that America be who she said she would be on paper and be who she said stars and stripes would represent. That's what I demand of her. Check back with me in a couple of weeks, Skip. We're going to see if they're still locking arms. Check back with me in a couple of weeks, Skip. Let's see how this is. Shannon Sharp going out there talking about I dropped on a knee and this is about, oh, I sat in the chair next to him and and I said I would never do this and I still didn't do it. I'm watching young kids just confused. Everybody confused. Nobody don't know what they're talking about. What am I going to do if I'm going to stand up, if I'm going to grab hands, if I'm going to interlock? What am I going to do? So I walked away, JB, and I didn't drop on one knee in order to protest. Boom, I dropped on two knees, both knees, so I can simply honor God in the midst of me. And you? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, I'm 42 years old with six kids. I'm a grown man. So to be disappointed in me, it really, like, sparked me. And now all of these people are going off his sound bites of how he's so shocked that I dropped on the knee to protest. Really? You got my phone number, brother. A friend. A friend, a friend picks up the cell phone and says, bro, what was your intention? What were you doing? You saw my mouth moving. I Now, just, I, this makes me ask you a real, a serious question. I have First Amendment rights, myself. We got people standing, we got people bowing, we got people don't even want to respect the flag. If we want to make it right, make it two ways. You can only stand or pray. I never will agree with that. Mm-hmm. So you maintain that, but I do too much with the military. I do too much for cops. All right. There you have it. You heard the clip. You heard what was being said. Now, you make your own judgment on that. As for men, <laughs> you know, there were some things said through both of them clips, and I just had to shake my head because as I was editing, I didn't catch them, but listening to it again, I caught them, and I really wished, at this time, I had that other clip. The, the other clip had uploaded like it was supposed to, and, man, we would have squashed this real fast. But since we don't, we're going to drive on. Um, at this clip, one of the interesting things that was said was <laughs> Donald Trump's action has helped the cause because white people now have sympathy. <laughs> for black people. Are you kidding me, Skip Bayless? Sympathy? That's the best word you could have came up with? And honestly, no, they don't have any sympathy. The ones that don't like it, they don't like it even more now. So it sounded good. Yeah, yeah, because Skip said he's not that political, so he's playing the I don't know game. But no, the heck we want sympathy for? Huh? We got enough of that already. <laughs> but Shannon said something, and I don't know if all my military family caught that, but he said against all foreign 
and domestic. Y'all done heard that before, haven't you? Yeah, because that's in our oath enlistment. Whether you re-enlisted or you really enlisted for the first time. That's a line straight out of there. And he's not lying. That the owner's gonna protect their money, regardless, foreign or domestic. <laughs> oh and this Ray Lewis man, I, I tell you. If he a friend, a friend would have called me. No. If you were really doing what you said you do, you would have called Shannon before you did it and let him know. Knowing that he's going to go back on the air the next day, knowing that you sat in that chair next to him and said what you said, but now you want to get on here on uh, NFL Today or whatever that show is, and then you're going to sit here talking about, a friend would have called me. No. No. Don't cover it up. You big hypocritical knucklehead, don't cover it up. Just be man enough and say, yeah, I broke down because that's what the owner said, and I had to play ball. We would understand that. You know, we would understand that. But to sit there and say, I got on two knees, and I was praying to God in the midst of chaos, no, you saw my lips moving. Uh-uh, so what? You could have been singing the national anthem. We don't know. Hey, you could have been saying, man, I hope they hurry up so we can get the heck up out of here. You've been saying that. Your lips are moving. What? We lip, lip readers now? Come on, Ray. Come on, man. You know, you was already on that shaky ground anyway. You just done sunk and fell off. <laughs> and then you want to blame it on Shannon Sharp. No. No, 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 no. You can't put this one on Shannon. That's, this one is on you, Ray. It really is. So just be man enough and, and do what you got to do. Even Michael Vick's smart enough not to say anything else. <laughs> you didn't see him nowhere kneeling, did you? Hmm. Imagine that. But you know what it was? You got that trip to London, and you probably said in the, in the owner's box, being that you this great Raven player. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. You had to play ball. You didn't have anything else to, you know, you just had to play ball. It's okay, though. It's okay, Ray. It really is. Play ball. That's what you do. That's what you do. Continue on. That's all we're saying. Be who you are. Stop hopping across the fence back and forth. You know? And nowhere in that did you say, (laughs) nowhere in that. Did you say anything about calling Kaepernick? Did you? These young boys, these young players, they don't know whether to stand up, sit down. That is not the issue, Ray Lewis. Not the issue. But yet you right along with everybody else just falling in suit. You know, that's what we're going to keep saying. If we keep saying it enough, everybody's going to start believing it and we be good. No, it's not going to happen, Ray Lewis. <laughs> or anybody else for that matter is not going to happen. All right? Um, you know, we can go all day and talk about this all day, all day, all day, because I'm getting around up. Don't y'all wish my co-host was here now so she can slow me down? <laughs> Too bad she ain't here. You got me for the whole day, seem like. But anyway, you know, uh,
it's amazing. It's a, it is amazing how the narrative has to fit what needs uh, fit what Mr. Smith wanted to say. So that's how I started. The cronies and everybody else talking about it. And if you watch any of the cronies that go on any shows, that's the only thing they want to say. They're disrespecting the flag. Disrespect. You know why? Because that is what America is crazy about. The flag! <laughs> you know, Shannon Sharp was right, though. Didn't nobody die for no dang on flag. It's just a piece of cloth. Once again, America has fallen in love with an idol or a piece of cloth. Ain't nobody die for that. You know what they did die for? The right to be the, the right to be treated equally. The right not to be shot cold blunt, just sitting there in a car. The right not to be choked out because I'm selling loose cigarettes. The right not to be shot because I'm in the corner selling bootlegs, DVDs, and CDs. That's what the fight was about, y'all. Not that little cloth flag. But y'all don't want to. Y'all don't want to do that. That's a conversation you just can't have. We cannot have that conversation. We have to derail it. Because if we start having that conversation, then we have to admit that we were wrong. And Mr. Smith will never, never admit they're wrong. <laughs> Woo! You don't believe me, huh? Hmm. You don't believe me. You got to believe me. I'm just telling you the way it is. Mr. Smith never is going to admit I'm wrong. So what's the best way to do it? Let's change the narrative. Let's change the way people are seeing this thing. Let's change it, period. Let's make it about something totally different. <laughs> oh. You know, let's make it about something totally different. It's not going to take much because most people – they don't know. They follow whatever everybody else is doing. The sheeple, as they've been called. Hey, Donald Trump told you. Hey, the establishment tells you that every time there's a national election when it comes to the president of the United States of America, they sit there and tell you the president is elected by the electoral college, and the electoral college should is supposed to go off the popular vote. Uh, yeah, no. If nobody in this country voted at all, there still would be elected a president of the United States because the Electoral College are the ones who do it. And don't think those folks sitting on that thing is me and you. All right? Hey, former President Clinton, he was on one of the, 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 the Electoral College's groups. What did I tell you? But the more they tell you the truth, the more you believe it's a lie. <laughs> oh, you know, it's, so, it, it, it's amazing. It's amazing. And it's not the first time it's done. It's, it, it's, man, I tell you, if we could go back and just look at all the okie doke that have been put in front of us, 
just the same thing over and over and over and over and still fall for it. Still. Hmm. <laughs> Let's talk about 9-11. When, the, when it broke out, even though we know what the real deal is, we're going to just use this anyway. Um, let's talk about 9-11 in the okie doke. When it first happened, we supposed to be going after who? Osama bin Laden. That's who we're supposed to go. That's who got blamed for it, right? That's who got blamed for it. All right? Now, now, how did we end up in Iraq removing Sahar Saddam Hussein from power? How did we end up doing that? We were supposed to be going as a bit lot. Got okie dope. Oh, you got okie dope. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? <laughs> That's all I'm saying, man. Stop falling for the okie dope. You know, if we would pay more attention and force Mr. Smith to tell us, um, stay on what we're talking about, we probably would be all right. We probably would be, but I'm leaving this alone now. I am, I'm leaving this alone. That was like one more time, but then again, I'm going to have to have one more time, hey, okay, because I want y'all to hear this other clip. Like I said, for some reason, Blog Talk didn't let it load for some reason. I don't know why, but I'm going to get it loaded up, and I want y'all to hear this, and, and, and once I play that, I'm done with this this conversation right here. I really am. Because like I said in the beginning and the opening, you can take down all the flags. You can take down all the statues. You can change all the words in the book, what have you. You can do all that. And it's still, listen to what I'm saying, and it still is not going to change the way people feel. Some of it has been instilled through generations and generations and generations. And believe you me, you taking down one statue is not going to change that. At all. But we're going to fall for this okie doke. Why did you take that, 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 that um, statue down? Well, it was offensive. Hmm. What did it say to you? What you mean, what did it say to you? You said it was offensive, so what did you say? What did it say? It's a statue. It didn't say nothing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But that man standing on the other side of that statue yelling at you, he's saying a whole lot of stuff to you. And taking down that statue is not going to stop you from saying that. That's all I'm saying, y'all. That's all I'm saying. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. You know, so we got to do better. We may do better. <laughs> but I don't see it anytime soon. I don't. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay. And I know why I'm saying it's okay? Because I'm going to keep telling y'all it's okay. I'm going to keep telling you what's wrong. I am. 
Now, I'm done with that until Monday when I can get this other clip loaded this weekend, and I'm going to let you all uh, hear this clip, say what I got to say, and I'm going to be done with it. Now, if you want to say anything, 347-838-8622, okay? Call me. Let me know what you're thinking. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Y'all know I don't mind you telling me I'm wrong. You know, if I'm wrong, tell me tell me why I'm wrong. That's why the call called Let's Talk. And we didn't say let's yell. We said let's talk. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, here's something else. Ah, here, here's something else. Um, this shooter down in Tennessee, this shooter in Tennessee. Now, everybody want to know why hasn't the mainstream media picked on it and run with it like they would any other major shooting? You know, um, <laughs> oh, um, you know, and there's a reason for this. You know, usually when there's a shooting of this caliber, you know, it was just what, seven people, one dead. I think that's what the thing said. But, see, here's the dynamic that people are missing. Yeah, one woman died and seven others were injured. Um, usually it involves either a black and white person Usually a white cop, a black man, a black somebody getting killed, because you don't usually hear much about black cops shooting white people, okay? Or um, there's a riot somewhere, and then somebody came in and was, you know, or somebody was from overseas, one of the countries that just got banned for due to travel ban, and now that proves that we shouldn't let them in the country. Or whatever they make up. Well, in this case, they can't make up any of it. <laughs> okay. Um, this guy listed his whole town as Khartoum Sudan. Okay. Sudan. The Sudan, you know, in Africa. Okay. They believe he came here in 1996 and was a legal U.S. resident, but not necessarily a citizen. Now, why is that important? Number one, because he's been here since 1996. He's a legal U.S. resident. You can't, they, can't, they can't turn that any kind of way right now. He went into a church. It was pretty much a black church or, or a Spanish church. He went into the same color. He can't, they can't roll with that one either. So all the thing they can report is he went in there, and seven people got injured, one person got killed. That's all they can say about it. You know, it wasn't a terrorist act. They, they won't fall under that. It's not really a, a hate crime. Won't fall under that. So let's give it its due. We give it its ten, its five, no, its two minutes of fame. We'll mention it, you know, give you the history real fast, and then we move on to something better. That's why you haven't heard much about this story. And you ain't going to hear much about it. You know? Besides, the guy has had a history of disputes. You know, the police have been around him and his girl for a while because they're always fighting. So you ain't going to hear about that either. He didn't have on a, a, a vest with any bombs on it. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? So it is what it is. So if you're wondering why you haven't heard anything about that story, that is why. They can't twist this one. There's nothing in the ingredients to where they can make a recipe out of and make it sound worse than what it was or make it sound like something that it wasn't. That's why you haven't heard about it. Yeah. And you probably ain't going to hear much about it, if anything else. You know, it's interesting that he left an interesting uh, quote on his his, um, Facebook page. It said, everything you've ever doubted or made to believe as false is real, and vice versa, B. Now, y'all may say, well, that's just rambling. But you know what? He never said he never told anything truer than that. Cause there's some truth to that. There's a whole lot of truth to that. Yeah, a whole lot of truth. Now it's not gonna be admitted. That that's probably why you're not gonna see or hear from him anymore. Okay? You're not. That's like those jokers that go down by the um, White House and they say, "I need to talk to the president because I need to get this chip out of my head." But when the when the news twisted, they don't mention anything about a chip. <laughs> yeah, because them chips are there for real. But nobody's gonna, you know, nobody. Who gonna believe that? Just another conspiracy nut. He crazy. So they take him down to the to the prison underground that nobody knows about, and they put him away for whatever, and you never hear from him again. It's good. It's good. We don't, hey. Nobody ain't going to miss you. <laughs> oh, isn't that an interesting concept? Uh, don't you just love that? I know. But that's why you, you're not going to hear anything about this guy. I mean, it says he was from there. He's Sudanese, but he's been in the United States forever. So, you know, it, you can't twist that. Now, some people are going to say, well, yeah, he was here and he started a terror cell. No, it wasn't no terror cell. No, none of that. He went in and shot somebody. No, yeah, he had another post that said, become the creator instead of what's created. Whatever you say goes. Hey, that's not a bad saying. You know? It's not. <laughs> I can think of worse things to say. You know, become the creator instead of what's created. Hey, that's that's a pretty good quote right there. Make your own path. Don't wait on somebody to make it for you. Boom! There it is. There it is right there. Oh, man. Let's get this guy right now. Call the DA and all the rest of them. Let's put him in it because he, he's about to do something bad because he said, let's be the, what, the creator. Creator. <laughs> Here's another one he said You are more than what they told us <laughs> You are more than what they told us mm. Who is he talking to? No. Why would he think more than what they told us? Mm. And I just covered this one On the political views he wrote what? Your votes mean nothing. Yeah, your votes mean nothing. 
Locally, they do. Nationally, they don't mean jack. You know, so where now I don't see anything, and that's why you haven't heard about this. That's why you're not going to hear about this at all. Now, remember I said how Mr. Smith would change things, uh, 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 change things to make it make it fit what they wanted to say. I have a story here that I stumbled across, and when I saw it, I just shook my head. I, I was like, I can't believe they actually came up with this. But yeah, we we gonna go with it. But you know what? Before I go any further, um, you know, I'm finna, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get me an advertiser in this spot right here. Uh, so we can tell you to say, this next session is brought to you by da, 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 Captain Tayman. <laughs> anyway, let me stop. All right, so <laughs> I tickle myself sometimes. I really do. Okay, this next part of the show is brought to you by Dun 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 Thundercats. Okay, anyway, so. <laughs> Hey, the chat room is open, y'all. www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Okay? Anyway, let me see what Knucklehead wants today. All right, Pianki, you got five minutes. Make it quick. You starting to uh, behave like we always suspected. What? I say you're starting to behave as we always suspected. What but do you mean? Uh, I guess you're a jolly old man. But what are you talking about? Uh, kneeling? Stupid kneeling? Well, I did talk about that. Yeah, to you it's stupid. Of course, to you it would be stupid. I said stupid kneeling. Nothing's going to come out of that. <clears throat> of course people not. Got a right that's to what do. they wanted to do. Yeah, they got right They don't to want do anything it. to come out of People like you don't want anything to come out of it because then you have to actually admit that there is a problem in this country. And it's no, not just, it's, how you know what everybody. I don't? How you don't know what I don't, what I want? I don't want. Pianke, I'm not talk to you long enough to know. Well, you read you used to read math books and never could get the problems right, right? Because you was on a different level. But no, I, <clears throat> I uh, see some you changes that occur. That slide right there. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna let you slide on that one. Okay, I'm gonna let you slide on that one because I caught what you said. But saying. to tell me, don't I, tell, I, don't I'm, to tell I'm, me that I, I, I to tell me I don't care about what goes on. Heck, in many Senate committees, I've testified it before. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say that, Pianki. I didn't say you didn't care about what going was going on. I but I was gonna talk about. That I was gonna you, make comment on LeBron James. Believe, I'm not talking. I about don't LeBron believe James. what. What LeBron James? You don't believe there's a problem in this country. That's what I said. Yeah, there is a problem. Lack of marriage. What is the problem? Lack of education attainment. Okay, stop right there. Stop right there. See, once again, once again, you're trying to change the narrative of, of what I'm talking about. See, and what, and you, what do you think the there's a problem? This is the problem we do have. This is the problem we do have in America right now. See, I'm talking about injustice and calling Kaepernick. You're gonna come out talking. There's marriage. We ain't talking about that. You know we ain't oh. not talking about that. But yet you You're talking about police brutality? Yes, Pianki. Well, let me tell you something. 
That's what I'm talking about. Let me tell you something. I witnessed in Ferguson. I witnessed in Ferguson. Let me share something with you. I witnessed in Ferguson this past summer. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't live in mm-hmm. Ferguson. I can witness these things and read the newspaper and listen to the news. Where they had a, mm-hmm. a mayoral race with Mayor Knowles and <clears throat> some other candidates. You know Mayor Knowles. He's a long-standing mayor that's been there in Ferguson for a long time. And blacks make up about 70, 70 some odd percent of the population of the city. They didn't even come out and vote the man out. So you're mm. saying that there's a problem in the in uh, you talking about problems. Apparently, they don't believe there is, right? That's not saying they don't believe it is, Pianki. Well, if you believe if there's a problem, if it's severe enough, then wouldn't you want to change it? I mean, actually, the Supreme Court uh, made a ruling and said that a person who feels that they was being threatened unjustifiedly, they got a right to. Uh, Deal with that threat, even if it uh, requires using daily first. Stop, 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 stop. Because didn't you just sit here on the show last week and say they they don't have any rights? No, I said the Supreme Court. First Amendment rights. I ain't talking about no first. I said daily force and the First Amendment does not apply with each other, man. Listen, listen, listen to the complete story. No, 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 no. I don't even want to hear your story. Because once again, like I've said, you trying to roll the okie doke just like Mr. Well, no, they don't. You mean as far as employees is concerned? Employees is concerned? No, you don't have no First Amendment rights in a private entity. You know that. How many times have students in a college tried to get something? You know, you ain't going to keep telling me I'm dumb now. I ain't even having that. Okay, moving right along. Um, You know, but that is is an example right there, y'all, of what happened. That's an example. You know, I'm trying to talk about one thing. Colin Nick is trying to talk about one thing, but everybody else want to go over here. That's why the conversation can't be had, because if you have the conversation, there has to be an admittance that something is wrong. And Lord, help us if we admit that. We can sidetrack it. We can talk about the First Amendment. We can talk about uh, uh, the employment. You can't don't have it if you're employed. We can talk about all that. They didn't vote him out. Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah. But that's not talking about what is the problem. The problem itself. Symptoms, yeah. You know, I time is too short for that now, y'all. It really is. Let's let's get it. Let's get it, okay? Let's get it. Let's have this conversation. But that nonsense right there, no, we're not having that. We're not having that. It sounds good, but anyway. <laughs> oh, Lord. You know. <laughs> but you know what? I love conversations like that because it just proves what I what I'm saying most of the time. Oh, all right. Let me bring this other call in. Y'all know I don't, I don't do that no more anyway. Hey, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hello, Mister Talk. Well, hello, Maze. How are you? I'm just fine. I was just oh, listening right. to your conversation. Hmm. Yes. And, and um. My point of view is that they're having a fit over 
everything except what the problem really is. Yes. And I, I was saying it like the golden calf. They make idols out of things that shouldn't be made idols of. If they if they look at the law, mm-hmm. they understand. And they say they're Christian. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't understand. Mm. Then you got some of these moon lockers walking around here trying to <laughs> trying to uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what they're trying to do. I guess that <laughs> Drinking forty five. I call them I call them holy rollies. Holy rollies. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, drinking drinking forty five sodas and all this and all mixed up in the head. Why do we? Why do mm-hmm. we have people walk around doing this? They don't agitate nobody but themselves. If they walked out and learned something, they will understand and stop uh, mimicking what we hear other people say. Well, you know, sometimes uh, amaze. It's not that they don't understand. That they pay not to understand, you know. You know. Well, not comp- yeah, yeah. They're not comprehend. Their job with, is not, to. Yeah. No, it's not that they don't comprehend. They don't. It's not don't that. Don't understand it. Yeah, it's oh, not okay. that. Come on, I wonder if they get paid too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to tell you what you need, and you don't have none yourself. And that's a, that's just the worst mm. thing I ever heard in my life. But yeah, anyway, and then they keep saying he's a, he's a businessman, huh? but he done filed bankruptcy. He's a businessman supposedly, but then he went to another another country and got money because this mm. one won't let him have it. Now, how strange should that be? Mm. <laughs> but it's LeBron James. He's a businessman, and that businessman took his friend and made them business did business with his friends mm. so they could build with him. That's what real business people do. Mm. The one pretend he was, I guess, oh. and he was a he was a. Uh, yeah. Supposedly business man, but you can never find no friends that he was in business with. Yeah, and, and this man, I'm with you, Maze. But let me, huh? Go ahead. I got. Oh, and everybody taking knees, but everybody taking knees, mm-hmm. but we don't know what they taking knees for. <laughs> if you gonna give a knee, oh. give a statement for why you're doing it. <laughs> oh, that the statement was clear. You messing with our money. You know, when you see rich billionaires go out there and, and join anything, it has to do yeah. about the money. It's uh-huh. not about anything else. You know, it's yeah. about that money. Well, I thought you that know, basically what they're saying. Uh, huh? Because basically what they're saying is, look, especially those seven that gave him the million dollars, we done supported your uh-huh. camp. We done gave you money. And you got the nerve to come out here and tell us who we should fire and what we should do? No, dude, that's not happening. <laughs> you know but, what I mean? But he's upset but Mr. Top because they wouldn't let him purchase a team, and he's still upset with him. So he had to go with the WWB, the wrestling team, because he couldn't give him a football team. <laughs> well, you and know what? He was upset with you him trying to fight it. <laughs> Trump, Trump was part owner of the USFL's New Jersey Generals back in the day. Mm-hmm. And when they sued mm-hmm. the NFL, they won the case, but the judge yeah. awarded the whole league $1. $1. Yeah, and, so and he got you know, he lost big money on that one, too. Huh? Mm-hmm. And he has a nerve to be talking. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But rich I mean, I just don't understand that's, these. That's what they do. But I don't understand these purples are not right. rich and, and being confused and trying to stand up on them. <laughs> because some of them drink that Kool-Aid, man. They drink the Kool-Aid no. and uh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's what they do. But let me bring my co-host in. We don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let me bring my co-host in. She been chomping at the bit on me. All right, P. Ross, I'm glad you finally make it, made it because I know some of them probably mad at me now. 
Where's she at? Man, you need to I slow him down. <laughs> yeah, I heard you for for a little bit. You and you and P and and a few others, and you going on talk about uh, yeah, they they off track and they off subject and try and divert the issues. And you're right. They are. They ain't trying to talk about what happened to black people in America. They ain't concerned about that. If you bring that to the forefront, um, just like we were, um, I had said um, earlier, I think we might have been talking yesterday or sometime, um, when I told you, you know, with him and Kim Jong-young, you know, 45 and Kim Jong-young, if, if, if they mm-hmm. stop the rhetoric, the foolishness between them two, you know, people are going to focus on how bad the maltreatment of their people in each one of these countries, in the U.S. and in North Korea. It's not the best mm-hmm. of circumstances for the people that are there, not for all the people anyway. And the ones that are crying mm-hmm. out the loudest, they're they trying to silence it. You know, they're trying to make it mm-hmm. about everything else, you know. And, yeah. um, and they can't, see, see, they, they can't because the response is just too loud. And, 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 and then you have this, you know, this person who has no tact, he's just untactful altogether and doesn't know the real meaning of a Twitter account. Um, so he has his nose and try to put his hands in everybody else's business and tell them how to run it. This is not the apprentice. You can't do that. People do have mm. their own money. They do have their own mm-hmm. They do value they're employees. They know what the real meaning of team is. They can agree to disagree. Unlike you, you think you can fire everybody. That's why everybody walking away from your cabinet. Why you ain't firing, you're like, hey, no, I'm not doing this anymore. They don't have to play mm-hmm. ball with you. That's the point. This is mm-hmm. supposed to be a democracy, not a dictatorship. <laughs> There's 45,000 got that yet. Kim Jong-young understands yeah. that because, hey, that's what he has. He has a dictatorship. So if you don't agree <laughs> with me, of course, I'm going to throw you to the hog, you know, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, literally. So, so, so don't don't get it twisted, you know. Don't get it twisted and, and think that just because you finally made it to where you want it to be, that everything is going to be hunky-dory, that everything is just going to run the way that you want it to run. Now, they tried to start mm-hmm. a civil war. They tried to start, you know, a, 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 a black versus white you know, civil war here. It started out in, in Charlottesville mm-hmm. and in Ferguson and, you know, in these different places. And, you know, they weren't able, able to manipulate the people enough you know, while they send in their instigators for a peaceful riot, they send in their agitators, you know, and, and it didn't work. It didn't mm-hmm. turn out how they thought it, it was going to turn out. Everybody didn't pick up arms and munitions and, 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 and start to shoot and kill everybody. It, it didn't happen that way. So now what's the next mm-hmm. thing? How can we get it started? See, if you ever watched the movie Kingdom of Heaven, the Kingdom of Heaven had this one guy in there, and he wanted to start a war with the Muslims. And mm-hmm. he knew that he was going to be the next king, but while the second king was there, he couldn't do it. So the mm-hmm. king was, was a leper. He, he got out of bed. He went. He beat the guy up. 
slapped him down in, in mm-hmm. front of everybody and put him in jail. When the king died, the 2B king, the guy that was next to B king, who was married to his sister, let him out and told me, told him, give me my war. Mm. And he went mm-hmm. right where he needed to, and he killed the man's sister. So when wow. all comes down to it, he killed the mm. man's sister. See? Wow. And even with that, even though there was a war between the two, because now he got killed, they, they, the king got caught, you know, and they rolled mm. him around the back of, of a donkey, you know, mm-hmm. and and he, he told him, he said, a king does not kill another king. So he had his man mm. ride him around with a donkey butt naked in front of the walls of Jerusalem. Now his assistant, mm-hmm. you know, they just, you know, his assistant killed him. They just off him, the one that actually killed the man's sister, because he mm. knew who she was. So mm-hmm. he comes and he comes to fight Jerusalem. He's going to take the temple, and he said, "What does?" And when they finally surrendered, Orlando Bloom played in this movie. He said, "What does? What does these bricks and mortar mean to you?" He said, and he pointed to the walls. He said, "That nothing." He turned around, pointed to his people. He said, them, everything. That's where they got it. Hmm. It's not about bricks and mortar. It's not about a piece mm-hmm. of cloth. It's not about mm-hmm. land in a stone and a metal. It's about the people. It's about how you mistreating the people. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. And that's what you yep. don't want people to recognize. Now, that's a... You hit it on the head. But I was telling y'all about this other article here. And you said, you know, what do they do to try and change what you, how you think or what you're feeling about a certain um, um, thing? Now, let's remember that there's still an investigation going on, you know, about the inclusion of you know, Russia trying to mess with our elections, whatever. So, right. guess, just looking, I found fake black activists. Social media accounts linked to Russian government. Now, y'all hear the words. Fake black activists, social media accounts linked to Russian government. Y'all get all those key words that they threw out there? I know y'all kind of missed it, didn't you? (laughs) Y'all want me to tell you again. Fake activists, social media Russian government. Hmm. Um, so apparently, there's a social media company campaign calling itself Blacktivist and linked to the Russian government used both Facebook and Twitter in an apparent attempt to amplify racial tensions during the U.S. presidential election. Now, not only did they rig it, <laughs> you gave it already, not only did they rig it, then they, they started some racial tension in the country, and that's why we have the issues we do. So basically what they're saying is that's why Colin Kaepernick is off base with his protest. You have to read between the lines there, y'all, okay? Um, of course, they turned the Twitter account um, over to Congress, which they should be turning Trump's Twitter account over to Congress. To somebody, take okay. it from him. But anyway, <laughs> both blacktivist accounts, each of which used the handle Blacktivist 
regularly share content intended to stoke outrage. Black people should wake up as soon as possible, one post on Twitter account read. Black families are divided and destroyed by mass incarceration and death of black men. That's another one. The accounts also posted videos of police violence against African Americans. <laughs> the black accounts provide further evidence that Russian-linked social media accounts saw racial tensions as something to be exploited in order to achieve the broader Russian goal of dividing Americans and creating card chaos in U.S. politics during a campaign in which race repeatedly became an issue. <laughs> the Facebook account had 360,000 likes, more than the verified Black Lives Matter account on Facebook, which currently has just over 301,000. Now, there's a whole lot of other stuff here, and it's basically saying the same thing. Uh, here's the intro. The page also publicizes these seven rallies and demonstrations around the country in 2016 that range from the 50th anniversary of the Black Panther Party, you know, public enemy number one then and now, to a march in Baltimore commemorating the death of Freddie Gray. It appears that the events were real. It appears the events were real and were organized by other groups, but that the Blacktivist account was working to increase turnout. <laughs> if this don't sound like a bunch of dang on propaganda, I don't know what it is. What is? And, and see, you read this. You know why? You know why you you get sucked in with this. I'm gonna tell you why you get sucked in with this crap right here. Because they're using so many key words that people recognize as bad, according to Mr. Smith. You ain't probably figured out black to this. You know, they, they get upset, you know, the activists, right? Black Lives Matter, uh, Russian linkers, you know, that's our new enemy besides North Korea. And, of course, the Black Panther Party. Everybody want to talk about the Black Panther Party. They're bad. They are bad. They're militants. They're revolutionaries. They go around destroying stuff. See? This article went on to say that... Um, one of the Facebook ads uh, was supported Green Party candidate Jill Stein. Choose peace and vote for Jill Stein. The only way to take our country back is to stop voting for the corporations and banks that own us. Heck, we already know the bank owns this country and every other country. We know this already. That's not a big secret at all. Nick's nine none. But this is a bunch of problems. Once again, this is to take the the focus on what's really going on. Hey, we can't do it one way. We'll figure out and do it another way. That's what they do. That's what they do. And, of course, the okey-doke, it works every time. Works every time. Oh, okay. Let me bring this next call in, and let's have some fun. 813, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, and I see you're in great spirit today. And greetings, T. Ross. Hey. Well, thank you, Sister Cody. <laughs> yes, you're uh, on fire today. You're on well, fire today. You. Well, I, listen, I, I just wanted to comment about that uh, piece you just read concerning the blacktivists mm-hmm. and uh, the, uh, you know, implication that somehow black people are now communists. And, you know, this sounds like McCarthyism when they uh, branded mm-hmm. uh 
with uh, Dr. Martin Luther King as a commie and, uh, you know, the Obama quietly signs the Countering Disinformation and Propaganda Act into law. So they got to have some excuse, uh, you know, to, uh, uh, yeah, to go after uh, their, uh, their, their peasants are running off the plantation. Because, you see, about a year and a half ago, uh, the chairman of the Uhuru movement, Omali Yesatela, traveled to Russia and participated with their people there, uh, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, concerning uh, injustice and matters of mistreatment of black people in this country. Uh, so, I, you know, I guess the the, uh, the master don't want us to tell the rest of the world, which they already know, <laughs> how, you know, <laughs> we're just about bad off as the Palestinians over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good one. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> well, basically that's it, and and I agree with you and what T. Ross said that you know they don't want to allow us to have a real conversation about real issues. Um, I understand people have their own perspective on life and the world because we all get a different software program about history. We don't get the truth. We uh, you know different groups. Uh, ethnic groups get divided by lies about history and so forth and so on, who we really are uh, in the world, you know, as far as our true right. history is concerned. Uh, so it's very difficult to have a, a conversation. And, uh, you know, I think it's important that we do. And I'm glad to hear that you're bringing this out because I, I had a, um experience on my way back to Tampa. Uh, I was on the flight. Uh, with a gentleman that was sitting next to me, and lo and behold, he was the Purple Star. He's going to be inducted mm. in the Veterans Hall of Fame November the 3rd. His name is Fred Taylor. Mm-hmm. And we had a very okay. uh, wonderful exchange on the flight. Uh, we were lucky we didn't have anybody sitting in between us, so we just chatted along the way. And um, uh, <laughs> I happened to, he, you know, he extended his friendship, and so we exchanged on Facebook, and I went on his Facebook page. Uh, he did say that he goes around the, the, the uh, you know, the country talking to the politicians and the people, not on a political level, but on a human level. And I, I like to commend him on that. You know, he wants uh, America to be a better, you know, a better place for all the people. Uh, and so when I went on his page on Facebook, uh, you know, they had the Colts kneeling. Uh, and then, of mm-hmm. course, there were several several uh, comments, you know, some calling them names, cowards, and, you know, uh, ad hominem attacks against them, you know. And I, I was so peaceful and calm until I read that, <laughs> and then it got me so upset, <laughs> you know. I said, see, you know. And you're so right, Mr. Talk. It, they are approaching the whole thing just to skew the truth and the real mm-hmm. issue. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm complete. Thank you for that, letting me share. Okay, no problem. And nice to hear your voice as always. All right, uh, uh, P, what you got for me? I know you, you got talk to me. Well, are you there? You know, oh. yeah, I'm here. I was listening to uh, and she, you know, she she is right. You know, she 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 is right. Whenever you know, in the words, whenever I desire to do good, evil is always present. So somebody's going to be there to to take the negative, to take the narrative, and and and, and turn it in a, a, a negative light, it, especially in this country with people of color. 
Because mm-hmm. the propaganda is, the stereotypes is, you know, we're ignorant and unlearned and, you know, black men are violent. Oh, you're supposed to be afraid of them, you know. So when we start to protest, you, you know, pro, you know, protest about the injustices in, 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 in our communities, oh, we, we need to protect ourselves. Y'all you are not afraid. Y'all need they now that that that's that's a lie that's been perpetrated since the beginning of time. If anybody ought to be afraid, we should we should. We don't want to still get lynched in Mississippi and throughout other states that just haven't been brought to the forefront. You know. People disappearing every day, our sons and daughters. You know, ain't nobody looking for them because they already know they always know what the outcome is. You know, they mm. already know what the agenda is for people of color. Wow. It hasn't changed. Now. It has always mm-hmm. been that way in this country. And people just need to stand up and stop lying about it. Stop disguising the truth <laughs> behind the lie. Y'all not afraid of the black mm. man and y'all not afraid of the black woman. Y'all don't y'all don't y'all don't fear us. You're upset because you no longer can control us. That's the real but issue. That, but that is the fear. <laughs> that we say we'd be no longer to control us. That is the fear. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes. You know, let's 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 just get to to the to the truth of the matter. You know, mm-hmm. your organized governmental organizations to keep us locked up in poverty didn't work. Hmm. People started coming off Section 8, people started coming off welfare, people started coming off food stamps and realizing that, hey, I ain't got to sell for this. I can have more. I can own my hmm. own. I can have my hmm. own business. You know, the same place hmm. that you go and shop, I also can go and shop. I can wear the same clothes you wear. Matter of fact, yeah. I can my own clothes. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I mean, everything you have, every, almost every patent you have, was stolen from us in the first place. So, really, why don't we just go reclaim what is ours and live off that? Mm. Do we really? Do we really yeah. need you? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. All right, hold that thought, yeah, Becky. Um, 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 uh, um, Sister Gordy, you wanted to say something? I heard you coming. Yes, I, I just wanted to add uh, that when I mentioned uh, the comments that I saw on uh, Mr. Taylor's website, there were also some uh, comments that spoke the truth, you know, uh, that mm-hmm. the, this country could be a better place if they, you know, uh, are open to to really be honest about, you know, the lies that are being told, um, the pretense of, of of going and bombing and killing other people in other countries just to be, you know, uh, the overseer of the world and the policeman of the world. So that was encouraging also. I didn't want to leave it, you know, like there, there were only bad comments on that okay. site. Oh, so I, I yeah. said that to say that I think more than we know, there are all different kinds of people from all ethnic groups that do feel the same way we do and see what's going on, but they don't have a voice because we have the um, 
the overseers, you know, with passing their propaganda acts and all these kind of things, you, like you said, Mr. Talk, they want to continue uh, to control the narrative. So I, I think, you know, we shouldn't forget that, that we're not the only ones that can see. There's others that can see what's really going on. And I, I did learn something else from Mr. Taylor. He showed me a lot of pictures where he had been and visited um, each president. Uh, I forget which one it started. It might have been JFK. Uh, but he showed me seven uh, different models of the Oval Office. Did you know that they actually make models of the Oval Office to represent uh, each president, how, you know, they change the pictures. Some of them have Washington behind the desk and they change the drapes. They actually spend money on creating models of the Oval Office to represent each president what it looked like when they were wow. in the White House. Well, there are people sleeping under bridges and children going to bed hungry. <laughs> and did you know that, Mr. Cole? Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But that's priority to them. You know, that is priority. Yeah, the, the myth. That. The myth. Yeah. That's why the myth. they have people arguing and talking about a piece of rag that's Make all the American flags. The last time I heard was made in China. Anyway. <laughs> oh, don't say that too You know, so. Mhm. So they don't want to talk about real issues, but I, oh, what the last thing is, what do you think about? And I hope I'm not changing your subject matter, but I think this kind of goes along with it, since we're discussing, you know, uh, the unwillingness of a lot of people to be able to just entertain the real issues and we need to talk and listen to each other. What do you think about Cynthia McKinney and uh the uh his name is uh oh my goodness um he's X T I A um they're going around the country in a, a big uh van uh talking to people about uh voting reform, which I don't think is enough to reform this country. It's gonna take more than voter reform. Um I can't think of the man's name. Well. Well, honestly, I don't know because I haven't heard about that. Robert um, Steele. Robert Steele is his name. Robert, Robert Steele. Steele. Yeah, he's uh, a Robert David Steele. Robert David Steele. He's the author of the mm. Open Source Everything Manifesto. Mm. And Cynthia has come back from Bangladesh, you know, uh, and mm -hmm. she's touring around the country with him to try to get the people to wake up. Oh, okay. Huh. Need to give them to wake up? Well, I mean, we'll go there right now. All right. Well, you know what? Shoot me an email. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, email um, so I can look that up. That's interesting. I, I want to find out about that. Because if that's okay. happening, that's good. But, you know, I don't, I don't know how, how successful it would be. But that, that's a good, good try anyway. But, okay, yeah, thank you so much for going. I got another call I need to get in. So You're welcome. I got that. Put you in the queue, but I'll get you know how to get that get my attention. <laughs> All right, okay, let's go here. Triple one, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hey, Eric, this is Joe. How you doing? Well, hello, Joe. How are you? Not bad, not bad. I heard the flag from Mongoni from so I guess you're talking about Trump, the NFL players kneeling, and all that, huh? Yeah, I'm talking about all that, as you say. Okay. 
<laughs> so, um, so I happen to like I happen to like Trump. I don't like him meddling in affairs that are domestic and don't affect the national security, don't affect my taxes. Whatever the players want to do, they want to do. It's up it's between them and the owners. And I don't think this would have been a big deal if it hadn't been for the media. Because the media certainly likes to take any issue and try to make it anti-Trump. But this time it backfired, made Trump popular, because now the people are against the NFL. And the media well, has a- Joe... Mm-hmm. Um, but go ahead and finish first I'm sorry, go ahead and finish Well, I was going to say the power of the media Because I remember three years ago in Benghazi When the uh, ambassador got killed Usually that's a pretty good reason to go to war But because the media didn't play it up They played up Hillary's um, potentially uh, lack of concerned about it, her denial about the fact that she supposedly knew that it was a, um, a real uprising and a real terrorist attack as opposed to a video. Nobody talked about going to war. But here, this particular issue of players kneeling because they don't want to stand before the national anthem, this is, again, becoming a hot potato where people should just say, look, they're doing what they want to do. Um, most people don't even understand why they're doing it, but then it should be it should be dropped, and it should be between the uh, the players, and it should be between the players and and the um, and the owners, and and if they want to have uh, continue with their voice, they have the internet, they have other places to go to. If they want to continue kneeling, they can. But if you leave it up to the media, the media is going to just twist everything into their own agenda and not really reflect either side of this particular issue. Now, what was it you wanted to, you wanted to say? Okay. Here it is, Joe. Here's the question. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what the original protest was for? Well, that was for Colin, um, uh, what, Colin Kopernick? That's yeah. Right? I mean, do you know why he did it? Well, he did it because uh, Black Lives Matter or related to that, he, he did it because he got tired of in particular, black people getting shot by cops. Okay, yeah, but uh, I mean, Black Lives Matter didn't have anything to do with it. But you're right. Um, um, black, innocent black people getting shot, police officers getting off, you know, racial inequality and all that good stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, as far as what's going on with the NFL right now and them kneeling and not coming out the the, the, the Locker room and stuff mm-hmm. That has nothing to do With the other at the moment That that display that went on this past weekend Wasn't about that That was about money Okay. That was about, that that was was about, about what? Money, money. Oh, money. Okay. That's, That was a bunch of billionaires Telling another billionaire Get out of our business Okay. Mm-hmm. This, is not, this is not what you're going to do Because as Shannon Sharp said So eloquently They will protect that shield Okay, against foreign and domestic. Now I know you've heard those words before. Against mm-hmm. foreign and domestic. You know that's right. part of the um, oath when you take a listing or real list. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And that's what this 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 display was all last week. 
You know, none of, none of that other stuff had anything to do with the original cause, and that's the point I'm talking about right now. Nobody to wants to have the, the actual. Nobody wants to talk about the actual cause of the protest, but everybody wants to get caught up on this flag and all this other stuff. That's really mocks me. You know, it's whatever. I thought the protest was about letting people know that the oppression of black people is still going on in the country. And but people, other people are calling. Yeah, calling, calling Kaepernick. Yeah. You talking about the players taking the knee this this past weekend? Yeah, the, yeah, all of them. Yeah, all the players taking no, the knee. No, 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 no. That that no, that is not what it was about. And, and now that is that is the perception that they would like for you to think it was. You know, and it looks good. Oh, the NFL is all solidarity, but that had nothing to do with that, Joe. It was about oh, solidarity was about taking the shield. It was about because remember Trump told them, Trump told them that you should fire anybody who don't stand up for the national anthem. Right. That's what he said in his little speech. Yeah. Right. Now he, these mm-hmm. guys like wait a minute, and then he called them you know sob. Now no, he, all those no, like, he said the coaches should say that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But they took it personally. Right. You know, the owner's like, no, 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 no. Now you you, you in our our area now. You mess right. with my my wealth, you know what I mean? Right. So now, and you have to also understand where he said this at. He didn't say it in a city, how can I put it? He didn't say it in a city that had a professional team. He said it in Alabama. Mm-hmm. In Alabama, all right, that he actually was speaking at a, a, a candidate rally to try and get him elected, which eventually he lost. But mm. anyway, that's all a whole other issue. So he was he was doing he was feeding his base basically, Joe. Because they the base had got upset with him when he started talking about um, working with immigration with the Democrats. Because they said he's not gonna put up a wall now. See, it, it's it's all a whole all tied in together. He's they said he's not gonna put up the wall because he's working with the Democrats. Oh, I, so okay. now, I thought you said you said he was okay. No, so now, so now, you know, his base got upset, and they started burning his Make America Great hats again or whatever. Mm. So, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm losing my base. How can I get my base back? How, oh, I got it. I got it. Now, let's not forget that Donald Trump, he may be president of the United States, but he's still a businessman. Oh, yeah. Okay, he's still a businessman. So, let me get my base back behind me. What's the best way to do it? Start talking about disrespecting the flag. Let's be honest. I don't know if that, if that was strategy. That. If that was strategy on his part, that was pretty good strategy because... Yes, it was strategy. I would never have thought... Trust me, that was mm-hmm. strategy. See, see, but you're not going to know that. But the only problem was his strategy kind of backfired on him. Because he didn't respect the response from the NFL owners that he received. You see what I'm saying? I wouldn't have. I, per- I personally wouldn't because, have. I see. Because, see, mm-hmm. seven of them, wait a minute, seven of those jokers actually gave a million dollars to his inauguration party thing. So, okay. you know, like Bob Kraft, Bob Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, when his wife died, Trump called him every day, you know, for a year, Bob Kraft said, to make sure he was all right. 
And he was one of the first ones to stand up and say, nah, dude, this is not happening. See? Uh-huh. And so, uh, you know, so and that got everybody else involved in. Like, oh, you know my what? goodness. You know what surprised me? This is, and this is in um, in concert with what you've been talking about. The Jerry uh, Jerry Jones, the owner of uh, the Cowboys, mm-hmm. that guy was kneeling and arm in arm with his players. I couldn't believe it. But, but hold on, hold on. See, that's what the media said, and that's what they were showing. What uh-huh. they did not show was they kneeled before the National Anthem. They didn't kneel oh. during it. They kneeled oh, okay. before the National Anthem. See, once again, a businessman thinking, we going to kneel, we going to join the rest of the league, but at the same time, we going to try and keep our, 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 our status oh, as yeah. America's yeah. team and stand mm-hmm. during the plan of the National Anthem. Oh, okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a little subtle things like that, but of course the media is going to twist it. And at the same time, as I said before, what happens is we move further and further away from what the initial protest was about. Mm-hmm. You know, and well, yeah, that's where well, we are right now. It was people were weren't concerned about the original protest to begin with because. I was listening to uh, to Hannity and I was listening to Savage. As far as I'm concerned, they don't get it. They keep thinking that the protest, um, they shouldn't protest, they should be, huh? You know what? They never get it. You know why? Because they're talking heads. They're talking heads for Mr. Smith. So they're going to put it out there what they told to put out there. Of course they're not going to tell you what it's about. Now, let's, let's talk about the, the initial time, the first time Colin Kaepernick did it. Mm-hmm. All right. They, it was the third preseason game. He had done it twice already. The third preseason, preseason game is when the media asked him about it. Uh-huh. And he went into detail and explained everything about why he was doing it. I played the clip last week, in fact. Oh, you did? I didn't. Okay. Oh, okay. Because I never heard, yeah. him, I never heard and, him explain it. Mm-hmm. All right. What I'm gonna do, I'm, I'm gonna put it on my um, the show page so you can go okay. and listen to it. I think I, it's already there. In fact, you mean um, the link? Yeah, you you got a link to it. to it? Okay, good. Yeah, EricLessTalk.com. Yeah. Okay. Oh, EricLessTalk.com. Yeah, so okay. Yeah. Um, but now, from that point on, from that point on, that's when it started becoming a big issue. Okay. But at the same time, the narrative was still, still good, good. But the further, the longer it went, the more it began to change and change and change to where it is now. Only thing people want to talk about is a flag and disrespecting yeah. the flag. There is right. You know, there that's is, where I, it is. But mm-hmm. at the same, huh? I was gonna, but at oh, the no, same time, ahead. that is mm-hmm. taking it away. That that that's taken away from what the initial uh, yeah, conversation is. was it supposed is. to be about. Because yeah. most people think, so, most people think that the players who are making millions of dollars are um, are doing this in protest for what's happening to them. That's not what's going on. They're protesting for what's happening to themselves and to other black people in America. But I don't see. That's what gets me. Is how come well, people keep thinking well, that the mil- you know, that the millionaires well, are only Joe, protesting about themselves. Okay. 
you know, Joe, it's, it's interesting you say that, and I'm glad you brought that up. You know, and, and I'm not I'm not gonna jab at you, but you are a white guy, so that's kind of giving, you know give me another uh, perspective of what I'm talking about. But okay. see, no, I'm not gonna say I'm not taking a jab at you, Joe. You know me, you go back a long time. Yeah, um, yeah. But <laughs> you know, here's here's once again what's going on. It's great. It is great to say that the players are standing and are, are taking a stand. No, the players are doing what the coaches tell them to do. Basically, they say, look, you got to do something. Okay, you have to do something. All right, but this is what you're not going to do. Well, well, okay, we're not going to have, you know, we're not going to have one, we're not going to have the other. Either we do it together, I, 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 we don't well, do it yeah, at all. I understand the locking of arms. That's now, something that the coaches, yeah. may, or the coaches and the, the owners may have said. That's okay, but the but the kneeling the kneeling before the anthem, that I don't think the owners told the, the uh, players to do. No, well, oh, okay. originally no, no, oh. originally no. All right. you, know, you know, there's still some players that and, and see here's where where this shows you just how uh, uh, hypocritical this whole thing is. Marshawn mm-hmm. Lynch, okay, used to play for Seattle, Buffalo, then Seattle. Mm-hmm. He played what eleven. He was he played what eleven years in the league. He never stood up for the national anthem. Ain't nobody said nothing to him. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. You know. So this man does a three three preseason games. All right. Just after coming back from the, taking the team to the Super Bowl, now we got an issue with you. No, 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 no. Now, what is the difference between the two? I'm gonna tell you. Number one, Marshawn Lynch didn't say anything. He just sat there. Right. Okay. Colin Kaepernick, he said why he was doing it, and mm-hmm. that was the open. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the open dialogue. Okay, open dialogue into something that not only people here in this country can see, but people around the world can see. Right. Now remember, we supposed to be. He's supposed to be making the world great. I mean, the the, the America great again. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. But if you got this going on, oh, you know, Russian news and everything else, that's not making America. They're like, oh, America, you got problems over there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now you, you – now, okay. So think tank gets busy. Okay, how can we derail this? What is the best way to derail this? Ah, oh, the great American pastime flag, yeah. mm-hmm. disrespecting our flag. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we know folk can go out there mind you missing somebody doing something wrong to a flag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So that's where we are, and that's how we is. But hold on. I, I got to break. Oh, you got okay. something to say quick. I got to break. Um, um, so I'm going back in. Okay. You good? All right. <laughs> All right. Sister welcome to the show back. <laughs> welcome back to the show, I should say. What you got for me? Well, first let me greet Joe. How you doing, Joe? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. How you doing, Put me on mute. Okay. How you doing, sis? <laughs> I'm good, and I also didn't get to greet uh, <clears throat> Miss Mays either. But I just okay. wanted to say real quickly that you, uh, in reference to what you just explained to Joe, that we have to remember, according to William Engdahl, an author and uh, historian, Trump's job is to prepare America for war. So with that mm. in mind, 
that's, I would think, the reason why they're trying to change the narrative to be about the flag and all that kind of thing, because they want to, you know, press the patriotism part to prepare a country for war. That's how they do it. They, they you know, they stir up, uh, you see all the uh, uh, saber rattling with North Korea, and they can't afford to have an honest dialogue among the people, which in my opinion, the majority of Americans want to have. I think the majority of Americans want peace. They don't, they're tired of war. They know a lot about, there's too much information now. Lots of people know uh, that these wars are based on uh, lies and, and under the yeah. veil of humanitarian rescue of uh, someone that they want to do a, a uh, regime change, and then they lie and say, like, for instance, Assad gassed his people. Same thing lie with Saddam Hussein. There's too many people that know it's not true. You know, Langoni, I'm going to say, sadly, you just may be right, especially about the statement that you said about the president's job is to prepare America for war. Because one of the underlying reasons why Trump got elected was to, uh, was to oppose that philosophy. We were hoping, I didn't vote for it, but we were hoping once he got in that he would not put his finger on, you know, be so temperamental as everybody thought he would be to start wars or to continue wars. But if he, he could be a Trojan horse. I'm hoping he's not. I'm hoping that he is let me he ask, says he is. May I respond? Well, let me ask. Okay, wait a minute. Let me ask this question first, and then you go ahead and respond, okay? Yes, um, sir. When you say start a war, here it is. What type of war? Are we talking a civil war, a national war, a no one another? What kind of war is he, he prepping us for? Now, go ahead. Um, I just had to get that out while it was on my mind. Well, my response, if you were, if, if it's okay for me to speak now? Yes, yes, go ahead. Okay. Well, the answer to that question is all wars are bankers' wars. There's an excellent 40-minute documentary on YouTube uh, that explains the history of all wars where international bankers finance both sides. Mm-hmm. And since the world economy is teetering on the bridge, uh, on the you know the bridge of uh, collapse, uh, that's what they start world wars for. And as far as the comment about what kind of war, civil war, or uh, you know anything they tear up, uh, it stimulates uh, profits to their coffers when they rebuild. That's what wars are for. Plus. The dead people that die in the wars, you know, about the birth certificate, basically we're more uh, profitable to them dead than we are alive because when you die, they don't stop trading your birth certificate on the New York Stock Exchange. I think I might have okay. seen that video, but I'm not Do you remember the name? Because I'm, I'm, I'm a believer of that philosophy, that the Rothschild philosophy. It's called All Wars Are Bankers' Wars. Okay, thanks. Oh, yeah. I, I just saw that, I think. Um, now, interesting, we talk about this because um, what's, the, what's the guy name that, that was talking about? It? They, they wanted him to pay back the planes and stuff for riding on the private jets. Well, whoever, you know. Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah. I know you're talking yeah, well, about. Yeah, well, he that. resigned. Yeah, he, oh, he didn't resign now. Well, he was there. Yeah, so fine. that's another one out of the cabinet. <laughs> you know that's what it was. But they're going to say, okay, you resigned, but you yeah. know you're fired. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> we got six minutes left in live airtime. Uh, if you're not on the phone lines, you need to. We're going in overtime a little bit. 
So it's 347-838-8622. Y'all hit me up and let me know what you're thinking. We, we having a great conversation today. Wonderful Friday, wonderful Friday. That's what I'm talking about. Um, P. Ross, I know you got something for me. Talk to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I was reading some some, some comments like oh. someone else wrote about me, and I do apologize. Oh, okay. Yeah, they can have some. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those are some um, those are some valid points, especially when uh, um, um, she brought out what the president's job is. You know, it's to prepare the country for war. And, you know, I mentioned earlier, you know, they were trying to start a race riot or a a, a civil war. But what then is, is the hidden agenda behind all of them? You know, it, it, is that really what we're shooting for when when when, when the slogan was make, make this country great again, make America great again? Can, can I say something, Mr. Talk? <laughs> Okay. Go ahead, Sister Curtis. Oh, man, I had a great response for that. Go ahead, Sister I'm Curtis. sorry. Well, she said, was that what it was really about when the slogan, and remember, that's what slogans are for. Uh, they, they, they don't have substance uh, there to uh, point the people's perception a certain direction. But And again, Trump is not going to start the war. Trump's job is to prepare the country for war because it's the defense department, which I call the offense department, and the deep state that already has the plan laid out when the president, whoever is selected, gets in the White House. His job is just to do the show and the theater and to keep the narrative stirred up and chaos stirred up. So you're supposed to be looking east and we're looking west. That's, that's what his job is. He don't make the decision whether we're going to go to war. He may sign the bill. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He may sign it in the law, but it wasn't his idea. His job is to just keep it, uh, you know, keep the, 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 the natives thinking one thing while they're doing something else, in my humble opinion. I'm complete. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Ross, you got anything for me? Uh, no, she said it might be right there. Okay. All right. I'm just going to add on to that. You know, my personal view of it, you know, uh, make, let's remember that this country is built on war, and most Americans feel really great when we're at war supposedly kicking somebody behind. You know, so that, that can fall right into there as well. But, of course, we really don't do nothing unless we get something out of it. So we got to find the right country to go into. Uh, North Korea is not it, though. <laughs> no, you know, North Korea, no. I was about to say, I was going to agree with you. North Korea is not it. Yeah, North Korea is not it. So, you know, the little kids, they're going to keep going back and forth. But, no, that is not the main objective, you know. You figure it out, though. Just figure it out. Um, okay, anybody else got any more points on that before we move on? Um, I got a couple more things here, I think. Uh, remember, <laughs> remember, remember uh, um, last, 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 all right, who got me on loud? I hear myself. Um, last week we talked about, I had put a question up there, should, um, college basketball players be paid, um, paid something, you know, for, for, you know, making the school all kind of money. Well, 
there's a probe. I mean, there's an investigation that hit the NCAA this week that um, is accusing them of fraud and corruption. Okay, <laughs> and this thing is so big, coaches, uh, um, athletic, um, um, what they call this guy? Athletic department. Uh, athletic. Yeah. And what the guy yeah, athletic directors. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All these guys are getting fired fast. You know, these schools are not waiting. And apparently, what was going on <laughs> is they were re- they were sending recruits or, or, or you know players to certain schools that had certain shoe right. endorsements. Right. Yeah, get what I'm saying. Well, yeah. Well, however, yeah. However. You know, that's against the rules, you know what I mean? But that goes back to my argument of last week, last week. Pay these kids something, you wouldn't have all this. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Rick Pitino at Louisville, I, I don't know y'all, a lot of how much sports y'all know, but Rick Pitino is a big-time coach. So oh, Rick Pitino, I remember him there. from, uh, was it, was it Villanova? No, I remember Kentucky him from Villanova. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, he got fired. You know, he done got fired. His athletic director got fired. fired? Yeah. Oh, well, he did. They, they, okay, that had to be. That had to be. How did they pull them? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Well, for the most part, he got fired. Okay, they have to give him like two weeks. Oh, okay. You know, they put him on. You know, they, they put him on suspended leave. You know, or step down. Okay. Yeah. 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 But basically, he's fired along with the athletic director. You yeah. know, and these are big name schools involved: Arizona, oh, yeah. Auburn, Oklahoma State, and USC. You know that remain in his investigation. Now, and it, it's crazy because we're just talking about this. And I look at this. I mean, connection to fraud and corruption. Chuck Person. I don't know how many of y'all y'all um y'all know about Chuck Person, but back in the day, he was a shooter. You know, Auburn. He was the, he was the man. You know, of course, what happened, he got caught up, too. So I'm saying, like, this is not something that small fry. These some big names get released, and I'm sure there are going to be others. Now, my question is, with this going on, does, doesn't that provide more proof that these players need some kind of incentive? You know, then you wouldn't have to worry about these type of things happening. What's your um, thoughts? What are your no. thoughts on that? No. I, no? I never. This, this has been going around since the 70s. Uh, I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, when he was Lou Alcindor, he had written a number of articles for Sports Illustrated. I think he might have even written a book about um, corruption um, in the college and the collegiate ranks, about um, about the players who were being bribed when they shouldn't have been bribed by alumni in manipulating them through prostitutes or through cash rewards or through promises through the athletic departments about you know getting them NBA jobs, etc. I don't. I want to see amateur sports stay amateur. I'm tired of like the uh, like baseball. They're thinking about making allowing the baseball players to use um, enhancing drugs. No, let the amateurs be amateurs. When if they're good enough, yeah. you know, if they're good and like the but Olympics, I never, I didn't like it when they changed mm-hmm. the rules so that you can have Michael Jordan and, and the rest go play in the Olympics. They wouldn't. They wouldn't have changed the rules if we hadn't lost in '71. Yeah. Well, I want amateur sports to be amateur sports. 
Well, John, you know, you know, we talk about the NBA and the All Star game. I mean, um, Olympics. See, that was the, that was one of the issues that the other teams they were sending they pro teams. You know, they they national teams to right. the Olympics. I know. Yeah. Was basically a bunch of pro players, and we were sitting in college. You know, eventually. That caught up with us, so okay, let's take. You know, we got to be on top of everything we can, so yeah, that's exactly. why that happened. Now, yeah, but and now everybody, you know, in the Olympics is the semi-pro type of thing, I, and I think it ruined the Olympics right, in right. terms of basketball. Anyway, well, really, I mean, how many people really pay attention to the Olympics now, anyway? But if back to that's what right. you were saying, um, Joe, and here's what I'm saying: you have the coaches, like um, you have folks making eleven million dollars a year to coach these kids. So mm-hmm. you bring them in, right? Right. Now, uh, the from Villanova when they won the national championship a couple of games a couple of years ago, he stood in on camera and said, you know, there's nineteen been hungry because he just didn't have money as they got into practice or what have you. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's not right. That's not right. But you have just like this this um, article said, you know, you got shoe deals. You know, right. the coaches get their own television shows, radio shows, and what have so. And not to mention the money the schools and the conferences are making off these kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, I hear the argument where they go to school for education. Well, my response to that is they're not recruited for the educational awareness, okay? They're recruited to win games. Well, yeah, because the money that's involved. If there there wasn't the money that was involved, the kids that would be coming out of school could actually speak English read English, know something about math, and know that the sun revolves around, I mean, the earth revolves around the sun instead of the other way around. Hello. Mr. Talk. Yeah, okay. Yes, maybe. Sounds like me. Well, I'm not going with that. Can you hear me? Huh? Say what, man? Yeah, I can hear you. Tom Price just resigned. Yeah, I know. I said that already. Where you been at? Oh, I didn't hear you. Okay. But I'm glad you explained I'm glad you explained it to Joe of what he was protesting. He understood it now he could take his friends and he I was on the same page, Dave. Uh, look. look. You and me gotta get together, because I'm gonna show you a thing that's I'm gonna take a wiffle ball back. Oh, that's what's is, that a, is that a bad thing? Is that a bad thing, Joe? All right. For him, for you to go explain to your friends like that, and then we can stop some of this uh, noise that we're listening to. Oh God! Somebody help me. Well, well you know what? You said you wanted to do it. Oh Lord! Here's 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 the catch to this, y'all. And, and I said it at the beginning of the show. You know, and I referenced um, um, can't I mean, uh, I said at the beginning of the show, and I was referencing the flags and the Confederate flags, the statues and what have you. You know, you can take all that down. You can do whatever you want to. That's not going to change the way somebody feels. You know, no. and and it's the same with 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 this 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 situation right here. And I, and I thought about it. It's not that. People don't understand what the real issue is. They don't. They just don't want to talk about it. No, nah, they don't. And that's a big difference. It. No, no. They understand. They understand. Well, what they understand. Some of them do understand. I'm not going to say all of them. 
they think that the, the but, players are protesting because they're thinking that ah, oh, this outdated racism is um is just what are you talking about, Joe? I say for them, they think no, that's that, not what I say. that the spoiled players are doing it because <laughs> they're protesting their particular issue. That's not it. No, I asked you. I said I'm glad you understood what Mr. Talk said when he was explaining it to you, and I thought you got it, but evidently you didn't. What was it that I missed? Nick? Please, please inform me. Oh Lord. He said he was protesting because of the mistreatment of people. That's why he was protesting. He got it on his T-shirt. If you read his T-shirt, that's all it says. He don't have to open Maze, his mouth. All I'm the words just... he said is on his T-shirt. Isn't that what? I... Okay. I Maze, no, you said. No, no, no. I didn't say that was their real. I didn't say that was their real premise. I didn't say that. I, uh, I'm talking you about the perception got... of other people towards what they were saying. Mm-hmm. I know that their premise is oppression generally for blacks. I said it's not that. oppression. It's not oppression. That's not the problem. You know what the problem is? Sharing. That's what the problem really sharing? is. Sharing? That's right, sharing. Sharing what, May? Sharing what? The wealth and everything that this country well, has. That, That's what the problem is. Yeah, and as long as you got people that want to knock other people down and try to move themselves up, it's going to always be like that. Well, you're going to lose it. You're going to be shared or it's going to be gone. Well, like I said, for years being on the show, I happen to believe in discrimination. But when it comes to discrimination, when you're denying people the resources that they should have access to and the money, that is willful discrimination. That, that is not right. But if somebody doesn't want to hire um, somebody because of whatever particular reason, doesn't want to live next to them for a particular reason, doesn't want to be associated with them for a particular reason, that's okay by me. Everybody has the but right you shouldn't to be taking. But they shouldn't be taking their money. If they want to discriminate, don't, don't take their money either. And let them go their own ways. That's right. And don't be standing in the way. I it's agree. like the 45 did. So, Joe, what do you think about 45 going to some other country getting some money because this country won't let them have any? 45 going to another country? I don't know about that case. Oh, okay. You didn't, you know he borrowed money from Russia. Who? This scam that's going on. What scam? 45. I don't know. Oh, no. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. well, I wish we could go well. to some other country and borrow some money and uh, we can go on with our lab and we don't have to deal with this stuff. Hey, you, you can't okay. But it's impossible you because they won't let you. But Mm. All right, hold on, Mace. Let's let's move on. I said, yeah, you can't ask Pianki. He does it all the time. <laughs> I shouldn't have taken a shot at it like that. How you like that now, Pianki? But anyway, um, <laughs> let's move on here real fast. <laughs> um, Mr. Talk? Yes. Before Mr. you Talk. change the topic, I would just like to um, say, in my view, I think it's unfortunate when we always look at issues just, you know, based on the racial dynamic, because according uh-huh. to Mike Maloney, um, this is the largest transfer of wealth in the history of the world. So it's not just about black people not having what they need. It's about humanity and people not having what they need because of the few who monopolize the, the energy uh, of workers and of people and exploit our life energy. Yes, I know that, you know, there are groups of people that have less than others, and that should be rectified also based on their efforts and willingness to work for things and have their own. But when you look at it, you know, from a broader perspective, 
I think a lot of times that keeps us from talking about the broader issues when we just focus on the mm-hmm. racial part of it. And I think that's one of their one of their ploys to keep us from seeing the bigger issues. Yeah, but what I think is that Africa should have their resources and the money from it and nobody else but them. But who got their resources? They can't even get their own handle. They got to work for slave wages in their own country. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not right true. here. But I, um, and what what Sister Angonia was saying, I want to piggyback off of her and from in the video that she was recommending. The wars are started by the international bankers. So is the conflict and the, and the um, class division, which she was alluding to, as well. Because class division creates wars. Wars create profits. Uh-huh. I agree. Profit and take things away yeah. from people too, and yeah. we don't agree with that. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. At least I don't. Um. Mm. Well, hey, check this out, y'all. We got a a very interesting thing happening over in the Middle East that you know kind of done slid under the radar a little bit. Y'all remember the Kurds, right? The, the lived up north in um, Iraq around the mountains. Oh, the Kurds. Well, they have voted. Yeah. Yeah, they have voted to separate from Iraq. They want their independence now. They say enough of this. Um, of course, this this boy, I tell you, this this could be a, a very interesting thing going on in the Middle East right now. Um, of course, Iraq saying no, nah, we not we not even recognizing that. You know, nope, we not doing it. Nope, nope, nope. Because you have to remember, the Kurds they fought um, with the Iraqs against the Iraqis against. Was the ISIS? You know they got their own little thing, and United States. You know we helped them out. You know we we gave them some weapons and things like that. But now, <laughs> how is this? Gonna, so how is this gonna run? You know, cause you got Iraq over here, who is America's puppet government. We all know that. Now right. you got the Kurds. So America, you know, United States been helping them too. But you got your puppet government say no, 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 no. You know. What you, what are y'all gonna do? Well, and don't you know, forget that. What are y'all uh, gonna do? That the United like States government gave Iraq, uh, Saddam Hussein, the poison to to, uh, to use against the Kurds too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's what I say. Stay out of other people's business, and they'll be happy. Well, well, we'll be, they won't. But you got, but you got people want to. You want people to dab in other people's business so you so they can get the resources and take the money and then they left with nothing. That's right. Now you agree with me. Yeah. And Mr. Top, that's people are under the radar. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sister Gunny. What you about to say? I was gonna say, speaking of under the radar, isn't it interesting that they're now the article about the Kurds is. Uh, coming to the fore, uh, but they're not saying anything about the 17 million people that are being starved to death out Saudi Arabia who Trump just sold military weapons to help them with that effort. <laughs> uh-huh. That's again a problem. I like that. I like the way they said that. That again is a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As we often say on the show, you know, usually when one thing is out there, you know, bold in our face, there's always something else going there's on. There's always misdirection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Actually, you know, and one thing I didn't hear about, um, I'm sure y'all didn't hear it either, was what, a couple of weeks ago we sent $75 million to Israel you know what? in military aid again. Again. <laughs> you know and what? also some more, some more yeah. illegal, uh, illegal came into the country too. I don't hear nobody having no fit about it. <laughs> well, I don't know, uh, but what but what mm-hmm. I was just understanding about yeah, Netanyahu was praising Trump, and I was going to ask, does anybody know how he feels about upping the military um, equipment to and military time, aid to Saudi Arabia? That time he was going to get equipment for something. Well, Netanyahu was praising Trump because Netanyahu is Trump's boss. Well, that I yeah. don't know. Israel has been running this country for a long time, Joe. And well, it's not the occupied territory. Well, I know he's over there, you know, in the Middle East with uh, his patch of land. But if he's Trump's boss, he certainly wasn't Obama's boss. And I like well, that. let me tell you this: if Netanyahu, a foreign prime minister, can come and to this country and speak before the Congress and get a standing ovation more than once, and the president wasn't even invited. <laughs> That ought to tell you something right there. Who's running things? Well, at that particular time, who? Obama was at a was at an ebb in popularity. Uh, yeah. Really? That's yeah. fake news. What's that got to do anything with with popularity? Got to do with the well. protocol. It was disrespectful. I'm talking about the fact that Netanyahu has a lot Mary. of power yeah. when it comes to what he the United States is going to do or not do. He may or may not. Well, he is some kind of trouble, so we don't know what kind of power he Congress, got. Uh, without even Obama having been there, it does show that his popularity at the time and Obama's lack of popularity, because Obama was considered a leader, uh, a leader from behind, not a leader in front. Really, but really? I wasn't really focusing yeah, on Obama. I was just speaking about Obama because there have to be the time frame when right. Netanyahu yes. came over here and spoke before the Congress. I was talking yeah. about the power that Israel has over the United States. Mm-hmm. And then the power that Putin has over everything else. Well, and wait, this is all can't, speculation. Can't budge. All right. No, not speculation. Wait it's a minute. It is. Unless, unless well. people have spoken to people in both um, uh, in the Kremlin yeah. and in Washington about it, or they've seen the classified documents, it's all speculation. Well, uh-huh. I'll tell you this, yeah, Joe. Right. Follow the no, money. No, speculation. We were I'll at tell it. you this, Joe. Follow mm-hmm. the money. Uh, count up all that money to go to Israel every year. <laughs> It's about yeah, two to three yeah. billion dollars a year that goes to Israel, and about the oh, same amount that. of money goes more to Saudi Arabia. More than that. More than that. More than that. And you don't care. We just sent them. We just sent them three hundred something million dollars worth of um, aid and stuff. Didn't yeah, turn around and send it five more. Well, I didn't now, know about that. Catch that too. Yeah, and here's catch that too. They're supposed to send back whatever they did use, but now we just sent them seventy-five million more. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no. We've always, look, we've and then, always, we've always been to Israel, the nerve, and I've always And then they got the nerve to complain about the people here that's working hard as they can about giving them a little bit of insurance. Well, I want to know why. Or giving them a little bit of a raise. Hey, uh, please. Uh, that's what's wrong with it. All right. Can you see it, Joe? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, no, we don't agree with that. I don't agree with it, but I don't, I've, talk, I've talked to people who don't even know why. It's not they just right. Keep, it's, it's, well, I want to know why we give money to Israel. Because, and I, 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 Israel, Israel, 
Because, I know you know, Israel is, in a is, is that they're supposed to be our allies, but I don't know of anything they've done to show us that they're our allies. Because Israel is in a strategic location for the empire building that the United States is in the process of trying to do. And so is Saudi Arabia, who was propped up by the British. Uh, you know, they went and got them some people riding camels out in the desert and asking that they want a kingdom, and that's how the Saudi Arabia got to be where they are today. Well, Saudi Arabia, yeah. the story goes, got to be where they are because Kissinger promised them that they would have military protection by us as long as they accepted the petrodollar. Why, the why did they need military protection from the United States? Huh? Why did they oh. need because military protection from the United States? Their country. Pardon me? Because all they, they had were camels running around in their country. And they discovered okay, well, all that's supposed to be funny. I, you know, they're being used by the United States as that's another strategic I don't know if they're being location. used by it, but, you know, I guess it's a sure as hell trying. Well, I guess the, 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 that's a new point being that it, that, that exactly basically, you know, what was about why we went over there the first time. Everybody said, well, because Iraq invaded Kuwait. No, because right after Kuwait is Saudi Arabia. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> So, no, you can't do that. You cannot do that, y'all. Yeah. And there's also Trust a um, speculation that Saudi Arabia. Huh? You, know, you don't really hear that much about Saudi Arabia, but people are saying that Saudi Arabia is really oh. pulling the strings of the Middle, Middle Eastern conflicts. Saudi Arabia is the, 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 yeah. the uh, busboy for the British Empire. Mm. Yeah. Could be. Could you know, be. And, Saudi, and see, you have to understand, too, Saudi Arabia, where they were at one point, they just about to use all their little reserves up. Saudi Arabia was the ones who controlled OPEC, who controls yeah. the prices of the oil. Right. But unfortunately, now they, well, they didn't use up basically all their reserves. So, you know, now it's, it's basically Iran and uh, 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 Iran and Iraq that, that's trying to run things. But you got to bring, you still have to have Libya. Libya in there that nobody's talking about anymore, and Syria. You know, and that brings Russia, Russia into it because now you got that pipeline they want to run through. That's what they're fighting over. And that's why yeah. America's staying over there. So really, really, besides that, we have no reason to be over there. But which creates a bigger problem because now you have Russia on one side, America on one side, but we stopped to help each other at one point. Now they're back on the same side. Which, once again, brings us another area because then you have out in the South China Sea, you have China and the United States fighting over little islands that China says that. You see what I'm saying? It's just one big, big problem. Oh, of course, and if it's you put always, it together, look, you see the big picture. Huh? The, the big picture is for a small cadre of people who are multi-billionaires, probably even trillionaires, who have the power, thus they have the desire to just control the world, just like Caligula, Caesar, Nero, and all the rest of them, the teapot despots, who once they get into power, they start wanting to be God. These people think that God's on earth, for all practical purposes, they're right. We ought to find us us a clear pattern. That'll stop all that crap. Do what? They kill each other. Kill, <laughs> Let's yeah. find us a Cleopatra. They kill each other. Oh, Cleopatra? <laughs> to bring down uh, yeah. Mark Anthony? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they just kill each other up there. All right, hold on. I got somebody else who want to come in. This is probably going to be the last call I'll take it. Uh, one, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hey, uh, Mr. Talk, this is Miss Lady. 
Yeah, haven't Hello, heard from you in a while. Hey, how are you? How are you I don't know what you're talking about. The last I kind of I've been working, so I've been off and on. But the last I was hearing was about the bankers and the wars and. Now I'm just talking about Saudi Arabia, so I'll just say hello to everybody, I guess. I guess hey, Miss Lady. Well, hello, Sister How you doing? I'm doing okay. I survived Irma. Oh, that's right. You're in Florida, huh? Oh, my. Well, yeah. good luck, oh. um, Sister. <laughs> well, All right. oh, well, I'm glad you. to hear well, that. Yeah. Okay, that's uh, all you want to say? Well, I, let me yes. ask you, are the, is the uh, area and where you live, was it impacted by the hurricane? Well, I, I, don't, I, I don't want to change his subject matter, but no, it wasn't. Oh, that's a blessing. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what, do you say, what is the issue? about You're talking about Saudi Arabia and oil reserves? Yes, yes, where we mentioned that. Yeah, we mentioned that. We mentioned that. You know anything about that? Mm -mm. Huh? No, no, I can't really address the oil reserves in Saudi Arabia. Okay. So what good news you got for us then? Yeah. Pardon? I said what good news you got for us? What's on your mind? Yeah, OJ's getting I see OJ's getting out of prison soon, and he's fine and happy. And uh, <laughs> as soon as this weekend. And I think showed his beautiful estate in um, Miami with the swimming pool. I, I have the sound off. Nancy Grace was talking. Boy, she looks upset and angry about that. Hmm. Well. Well, you know, hopefully. Hopefully, O.J. has learned his lesson, all right? He didn't learn it when he got up, got off the first time. So, you know, they finally oh, got I, he I helped himself. Well, he finally that. helped himself. He, he walked into that one, and they finally got him. So now he's getting out. See, what they're mad about is, number one, they can't touch his NFL pension. They can't touch that. So that, that's what they pissed off about, and that's what he, he's going to be living off of. Um OJ, and so he he can keep his I, home and not have to worry about yeah, where he's going to live. Yeah, long as long as he can pay his bills. But see, you OJ, they had to bring OJ down, huh? What you say, Joe? You should have a show about that because I think he got railroaded. Of I do too. Oh yeah. How you gonna yeah. go to jail for your own? How you gonna go to jail for stealing your own goods? Huh? How is he gonna go to jail for stealing something that belongs to him? That's exactly right. You know how they got him on the technicality to kidnap him. Is this That's how they got him. Well, you well, know, Rick, it's it's like you said, he's learned his lesson. Oh, of course he I, has to say that in order to get out. Yeah, but see, here's here's the catch to that. You know, it's like the, it's I'm call it the Ray Ray Lewis syndrome. It's something that went reverse to him. One of the people that went in there with him turned state evidence, and that's how they got him. Of course, I think he was a plan at the whole you know, all of the time anyway. But OJ was for putting himself in that position. He already knew they kept they were they was trying to come after him. He should have known that. Well, he did. Yeah, know. but you know. You know no, ain't no way. Come on, Joe. If I know, if I know, I just, denied, you know, Eric, about who he is. 
I don't blame him for going after his own possessions. I wanted to find out how the hell do those people ever get that memorabilia to begin with. Because we well, is he going to get it back like in his possession? Huh? Well, Joe, wait a minute. Hold on. hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Joe, this is how they got the memorabilia. When they were seizing stuff out of his house, for the, you know, after the first civil child, right. they went to seize stuff out of his house. And certain things were taken. Okay, so and what happened was the guy who took the stuff sold it to this guy that was selling it up there, and okay. that's how word got that to OJ. Oh, all right. So, yeah. So that's that is what happened. So as far as I'm concerned, he was going after his own stuff, and I and I think I have I happen to be, Man. as we all know, a libertarian, and I believe that you should take uh, matters into your own hands when it involves your own property. I believe in okay. rational, what I call rational. Yeah, yeah but you said take a loaded gun. I don't think with you to do it because yeah, I, I think that's where they got him. They got but listen him. Up. They didn't yeah, get him just for the loaded gun. They didn't get him just for the loaded gun. They got him because his two, yeah. the two guys that went with him, they never took out their guns. But they said nobody's leaving here. That was technically yeah. kidnapping, and that's why they got him. Oh, okay. He was a of a Maybe he has a better understanding of who he is and how he is viewed in this society because he's been in denial for a long time. But do you think he's going to be able to get his possessions back? His stolen goods, no. do you think he's going to be able to get them back? No, no. And the people they stole them, they're not going to jail? Asset, asset forfeiture. He ain't getting that back. <laughs> uh, that's another thing. <laughs> That's another thing. That's not only unconstitutional. That's just out and out theft by by sheriffs and yeah. uh, police departments. Yeah, you yeah. are absolutely well. right, Joe. And Jeff Sessions wants it wants to federalize that ancestor, which is theft of taking the people's property. That's right. Hey. Without that due process, the they just you know, and take it. But see, you, you know the sad part about this: nobody's aware that's what that's what that is what happened. No, they're aware. They don't, they, people don't realize that it happened. Well, most huh? people that it, ha- that it doesn't happen to, you're right. They just think of it as, well, okay, if the sheriff's doing it, then it must be okay. But if you're a victim of yeah, it, no. and you've got money in your yeah. pocket, and all of a sudden the cop sees you've got money and then says, well, you have too much money, I'm taking mm-hmm. it. And then you've got to have a lawsuit in order to get back your own possessions without a warrant having been processed without reasonable suspicion yep. and without a due process, that's called... That's not taking. Let's not forget, and what let's, let's not forget that you have to start. What if you're driving what? through a state with some cash? What if you're driving... Like, I was looking at a YouTube clip. This man who works was driving through Tennessee with a couple, some thousands of dollars. I think it was maybe about 5000 uh, yeah. whatever. And he was going to look at a car to purchase, and um, he was pulled over because he had out-of-state license plates, and he said it was, he, was, he was surprised, and the cop asked him if he had any cash on him. He said, yes, I have money. Uh, and so he uh, told him, and he took the money. And, I mean, the cop was a gangster. He has a tattoo on his neck. It was like he hit the lock, the lottery. It was awful. They took that man's cash. Now he had to fight that and take time mm-hmm. off of work. It was in a different state from which he lived, and they finally gave him a check. I think about a year later, 
or two lit years later, we're still no, two years later, two to three. Yeah. But then uh, what happened? Wait, to he got a year's time. He was good, huh? So don't mm-hmm. drive to Tennessee with with more than five hundred dollars on him. <laughs> you can't get more than five hundred dollars. Now you got a limit to three thousand dollars that you can take out of your bank within a month. In a month yeah. time, you can't just yeah. go in there and get what you want, and if it's known to you, it makes no sense at all. Yeah, because if, if that, they're going to call people on you. Well, it doesn't yeah. make sense because it's not supposed you. to make sense. All right, okay. y'all. We're going we gonna to start shutting it down right here, but, you know, I got to give y'all your last words because y'all been so good today. <laughs> That's a good one. Y'all been so good today. I love this conversation. I love my show. Um, so, last in, first out. Miss Lady, you up first. Talk to me. What's your last words? Hello. Just everyone have a great weekend and peace and love to everybody. That's it. All right. All righty. Thank you. And thank you for calling in. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. All right. Let's see. Oh, I forgot. Huh? Um, Any, meeny, miny, mo. Uh, Yeah. Sister Igoni. Well, I really enjoyed your show, Mr. Talk. Thanks for having me. It was good to hear everybody's voice, Miss Lady and Joe and Miss Mays and T. Ross. You all have a wonderful day. I'm out. Oh, and all wars are bankers' wars. Don't forget that all wars are bankers' wars. All bankers' wars. All right. (laughs) Dot com. Got it. All right. Thank you, Sister Goldie. All right. Let's see. Joe, you up next. All right. I just want to say, you know, everybody have a good one. And that was the shortest that I've ever heard Miss Lady speak. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's all I want to say. (laughs) All right, Joe. (laughs) It's good to hear your voice. All right. Talk to you later. All right. All right, Maze, you up? You yeah, Mister Talk. You know, one bad, one bad apple when you speak the seed out and it's gone. You can have a great conversation for the day, and which we did. Have a good one. <laughs> All right, you too, Maze. <laughs> Interesting. All right, y'all, we about to get up out of here. P. Ross, talk to me. Hey, it was a good conversation today for the last hour that I was in here. Sorry, I was late and had to take care of some stuff. But, uh, yeah, you know, you know, we talked about changing the narrative. We talked about, you know, our relationship with, with Israel, you know, and what we have to remember, you know, is we got to look beyond the surface stuff and I always say this. You know, we have to learn to look beyond the surface stuff. And like, like Sustain only said, you know, all wars are bankers' wars. You need to research that. And really find out what the true motive is. See, the more you know, the more you grow. And the more you can protect yourself and be prepared for what's coming ahead. Now, you always want to be on the offense. Never want to catch yourself on the defense. I'm All right. I like that. All righty. Thank you, ma'am. As always, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Hey, y'all, I, I said it the other day, and, and you know, I hope y'all y'all understand. See, she the logic. She's the logical one of this this team here. You know, I'm the emotional one. You know, I just tell it like it is and oh well. But she's logical. You know, she keeps it intelligent. <laughs> anyway, thank you for all. <laughs> Love it. All right, y'all. You know what? Um, 
as I said, I had some things um, planned for earlier today, but for some reason, Blog Talk Radio was tripping and wouldn't let it load up. So I will play a clip next Monday, Monday um, regarding our earlier conversation about the, the, the um, protest. But we get to that eventually. Um, it's been fun, man. I really enjoyed it. I want to say thank you to everybody who stopped by, and for those that will be listening um, later on in archives or what have you. It's been fun, man. I, I love having having my group together. I really do. My show, you know, I love it. Thank y'all, five seven one. I see you. Um, thank you for joining too. Triple uh, one. I see you also. You know, like I said, you don't have to comment. You just call and listen. I welcome that. You know, I love to hear your point of view as well. But it's all good. You know, I, I guess I could come up with a whole bunch of stuff to say, but at this point, I'm, I'm kind of leaving it alone. Um, um, you know, we're just gonna leave it at that right now. And going out, I'm not gonna play. I'm gonna play this clip I played earlier at the beginning of the show. I know a lot of you didn't hear it, but it's Shannon Sharp talking about what happened with the protests of the NFL, and it's also has a little bit to do with Ray Lewis and his double kneeling, as he say, and why he did it. Um, I'd like for you to listen to it if you can, because Shannon makes some very, very great points here. And, of course, Ray Lewis gave his excuse that I thought was a bunch of baloney. I really did. Remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart. Make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest, the best thing, learn to laugh at yourself, man. If you can laugh at yourself, everything is gravy. All right? So, Without further ado, here's the clip I'm going to leave y'all with, Shannon and Ray. And uh, y'all have a great weekend. See all y'all back here Monday. I'm out. I'm disappointed, and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm unimpressed. I'm disappointed, Skip and Joy, because this is the tipping point. Of the 7,537 things that President Trump has said, in the last 50 years, him calling an NFL player an SOB is what brought the NFL, the owners, and its players together. And while some might be moved by the conscience of these NFL's owners, it wasn't their conscience that moved them. It was the cash. Because, see, Skip, what we know about people with money, they don't like being told what to do. They don't like being bullied. You yeah. see, President Trump has bullied a lot of people. The very first thing that he uttered as he strolled down that escalator two and a half years ago, he said, Mexico is sending us their worst murderers, rapists, and drug dealers. That didn't shock the conscience of the NFL's owner. Him offending Gold Star families. Nope. Him calling Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell a pig. Him on the Access Hollywood talking about grabbing hoo-ha. That did not shock the very conscience of seven NFL owners. Skipping me a second to name those guys. One Daniel Snyder. The guys on your monitor, mm-hmm. Jerry Jones, Bob, Mr. Bob Kraft, McNair, Houston Texans, Woody Johnson, Shad Khan. They gave a million dollars for the inauguration of President Trump. And now they seem to be shocked. Skip. Now what has happened because what he said in Alabama, play into it, you know what happens in Alabama, Skip. There's something that's going on in America right now. That's more valuable than Google and Apple stock. It's more valuable than gold and Bitcoin. It's called race. It's very valuable. And President Trump, he understands that. But Skip, 
Now, I'm unimpressed because this wasn't a protest. This was unity. So what are we showing solidarity against, Skip? We're showing solidarity because President Trump, he challenged the very men, wealthy, wealthy men, billionaires, and he told him what you should do if someone protests, Mm -hmm. you should fire them. They don't like being told what to do, Skip. Mm -hmm. And then, Skip, he called the players that protested the anthem, he called them SOBs. Think about that now. He called them SOBs. That's what got the owners. That's what got the players to unite. What has transpired, Skip, again? Because what, 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 what were they uniting against? It's almost like they were uniting against Colin Kaepernick's right for free speech. That's not what Colin Kaepernick was talking about. Here we are, what, 14 months after Colin Kaepernick originally nailed, kneeled, mm-hmm. and when they asked him, he said, it's not about the flag, it's not about the veterans, it's not about the police. It's about the brutality that unarmed men and women of color are some that I have very best friends, Ray Lewis. Mm. Ray Lewis sat in that chair right there and yep. said that he could never kneel. He could never not stand for the national anthem because so many people died and he had family members to fight for this country and the, opportunity, and the, the flag means so much to him. And he kneeled not on one knee, on both knees. So what were you kneeling for? You kneeled? You showed solidarity because of what President Trump said? And when Colin Kaepernick is trying to draw attention to the the injustices going on, you deem that inappropriate? The hypocrisy. And that's what I find so ironic about this, Skip. The very people that said they could never, ever kneel. I prefer you do that. But these, all of a sudden, they, you, you, what are you, I just want to know, what are you unifying against? Are you, are, you show, are you showing unity? Are you showing solidarity against racism or the injustices that's in this country? Or are you showing solidarity against President Trump and what he said? His attack on the very NFL, the shield. Because what we know about above all else, those 33, 32 men and the commissioner will protect that NFL shield at all costs against all foreign and domestic. Mm. But there's a bigger issue, and the issue is the racism and the injustices in America in which Colin Kaepernick took a knee for in the beginning, and only Martellus and and Michael Bennett and Malcolm Jenkins Mm. and a handful still understand what... That's why there's so much credibility in what you have said in criticizing Ray Lewis, who obviously is a, a regular here on Undisputed. Correct. I ask you this question, and it's only a question, not a statement, but is it possible that even Ray Lewis, like so many Trump supporters, saw the light finally? No. He said, man, no, I, I can't do this. I, I can't support anything about our president anymore. I've no. got to join in nope. Nope. with nope. the reaction, too. Nope. No? I think what it was is that, that Steve Bashotti, the owner, said this is what we're going to do as, as a team. We're going to show unity, and Ray joined in. I would have preferred he stayed in the locker room and do nothing because that's what he said up here. He said he couldn't kneel. He said he couldn't protest the national anthem. That's what he said. I'm taking him at his word. Okay, and I'm going to assume you're going to have a word privately with Ray Lewis today. You better believe it, Skip Bayless. Thank you for that.
that would be important to, to me to hear the outcome of that. We need to give President Trump a lot more credit than we do because he knows what he's trying to miss. Skip, he's playing the shell game with us because he's, he, he's trying to get this health care passed. There's, hey, there's this investigation going on. There's North Korea. I don't know, I, I don't know enough to know. I, I, I've told you before I'm not political enough to even debate but here's, with you but here's, that in a crazy way, because there's craziness to our president, that Donald Trump has been the greatest thing that could have happened at this moment for the black community and the Colin Kaepernick movement because he has helped inadvertently unify the black community, mobilize the black community, and create a lot of sympathy in the white community that might not have been there before for the black community and this issue. Just skip, and just all I ask is that why, when minorities ask that America be who she said she would be on paper with the Constitution, the stars and stripes, what she represents, says we're going to treat everybody equal, regardless of your religion, your race, or your gender. Why, when I demand America do that, why must I leave? Why do people tell me, if you don't like America, I love America. America has been great, Mm -hmm. but I should demand and expect her to be better and to be what she said she would be. And when she's not, it is my job as an American citizen Mm -hmm. to call attention to it. And stop telling me people died for cloth. They didn't die for that flag, Skip, because if they die for that flag, they'll die for a dress, they'll die for a pair of jeans, they'll die for a T-shirt. They died for the freedoms and the liberty in which that flag supposedly represents. Mm. So stop saying men and women died for that flag. They did not. They died for what that flag represents. Mm. And I demand that America be who she said she would be on paper and be who she said stars and stripes would represent. That's what I demand of her. Check back with me in a couple of weeks, Skip. We're going to see if they're still locking arms. We, check back with me in a couple of weeks, Skip. Let's see how this is. Shannon Sharp going out there talking about I dropped on a knee and this is about, oh, I sat in the chair next to him and, and I said I would never do this and I still didn't do it. I'm watching young kids just confused. Everybody confused. Nobody don't know what they're talking about. What am I going to do if I'm going to stand up, if I'm going to grab hands, if I'm going to interlock? I'm, what am I going to do? So I walked away, JB, and I didn't drop on one knee in order to protest. Boom, I dropped on two knees, both knees, so I can simply honor God in the midst of me. And you? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, I'm 42 years old with six kids. I'm a grown man. So to be disappointed in me, it really, like, sparked me. And now all of these people are going off his sound bites of how he's so shocked that I dropped on the knee to protest. Really? You got my phone number, brother. A friend. A friend, a friend picks up the cell phone and says, bro, what was your intention? What were you doing? You saw my mouth moving. I asked you. Now, this makes me ask you a real serious question. I have First Amendment rights myself. We got people standing. We got people bowing. We got people don't even want to respect the flag. If we want to make it right, make it two ways. You can only stand or pray. I never will agree with that. Mm -hmm. So you maintain that, but I do too much with the military. I do too much for cops. Bye bye. <laughs> With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.